We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. One. Welcome. Welcome. It's good. It's good. It's good. We have flush. special guests today. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We Welcome. are honored to have the other dynamic duo. Word. Of Jersey. <laughs> I'll let you so do the wanna intro. So introduce you get yourselves first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. So um, some people may know me. My, by my name, not by my face, but I'm Director Ronald Reed. Director um, Ronald Reed yeah, in, the in the house at Reed TV on Instagram, by the way. But yeah, that's my name. We'll learn more about me later. Young Gunners. <laughs> and um, I'm Desmond Grant. Uh, some people know me as Des High Def. Some people know me as The Glitch. Um, Glitch. Nothing special, you know what I mean? I'm just here sometimes. <laughs> just just superhero. He, he got the Glitch. humble intro. Both <laughs> just of the around sometimes, you know, doing yeah, things. Man. Well, welcome, guys. This is the Terrible Reception Podcast. We have a different setup today because yes, uh, yep. we got the dynamic duo in here. Yes. We often describe you guys as the younger black versions of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> contrast, the yin and the yang. Yes, yes. 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 <laughs> no, we, we um, again, like, on, honestly, we're honored to have you because it's one of those things where you find very far and few that are tastemakers right. within Jersey and that actually have a vision for themselves and the future and like everything that you guys do probably even in the beginning you were so i feel like you probably like so hyped to make things happen that it always came off polished right. and i think we really always respected that even before really meeting you in person and stuff like that so yeah. and this is the first time i'm meeting you guys in person yeah yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. crazy it's, it's crazy it's been like a social media exactly. like type of like relationship but now <laughs> it's live and direct and rich is my guy right you know? <laughs> jay is my guy i know these guys i, I chill with these guys you know what i mean no, yeah. uh, I think I, first of all happy birthday man yeah. you know thank you I mean? thank you first you know what i mean mm -hmm. like blessings you know i just wanted to, like i said you know what i mean yesterday when i hit you up it's just like man like Life brings everybody together for a reason. A hundred percent. I mean, and I don't. I no longer second guess that. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to give you those blessings no. while you were here, while we seeing so many oh, yeah. of our, our legends, and so many of our our living legend. Yeah, you're yeah. a living legend already, man. You know what I mean? Jay, you're a living legend already. Oh, Ryan, man. you're a living legend yeah. already. So I want to give all my people roses. While we're <laughs> Sorry if I can't so. curse on you. Can no, I you can't. Can. Can. Okay, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, but no, thank you. Like, honestly, uh, like I said, I really feel um, blessed within our circle. And I feel that everybody, um, I always made this comparison where I said, not a, there's only very far and few that really embody the light. Right. And then there's people that are whole mirrors. And when you do leave the room, you can see like, you know, sometimes the, the light dissipates, it gets yeah. dark. So when they say you are a star, you really embody the light. And then people sometimes are around you just to reflect that, to look like they shine like you exactly. do. But um, also last night we had a toast, mm -hmm. and I said, um, whatever ha God has planned for you, I wish two levels above that. Ooh, and, put that shit on shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and honestly, like, again, I don't have to really maybe even know you for how long I've known you for. I really do wish you guys that because I, I can just feel sincerity. Right. It's like a vibration, and I know you guys are passionate about what you do, and again, you're here appreciate for a reason. Man. So, yeah, man. Same. I appreciate it, honestly. Truly. So, for the record, I've heard of Ronald Reed. 
before Reed TV, right? Yeah, most people have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it's, what like years? Years yeah. back when we were like we first met Rock. Gosh, um, a long time ago, man. And yeah, for yeah. a while, I thought you were like an urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> so I never knew I'll what you look like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who is this Ronald guy yeah, <laughs> that yeah, I keep yeah. hearing about? That's how I sell, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's actually funny. Um, so yeah, for a, a lot of people, like I said, even starting off this podcast, this uh, show, a lot of people don't know how I look. Um, and um, for a couple reasons, I mean, reason number one being from a marketing perspective, I kind of always want to have this persona of like this mysterious, mm. like mm. who is this guy? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, almost like a Batman. I I live in the shadows yeah, yeah you know i roam the night type <laughs> of mentality into filmmaking if that ever made sense no but, very much um you know um and then also number two um you know i just never really wanted to really show myself just because i didn't really think i was just that interesting to look at so <laughs> uh, out of like a lot of guys on instagram like i don't really take selfies and stuff i don't really like you know post myself if you mm. do see me it's usually if i have a haircut not like this <laughs> so, just to just to again show everybody the level of importance i'm literally out on out the house on camera like looking like you know scruffy j cole you know no but the thing is i i mean we respect yeah. it because it just means that one you're hard working yeah uh you're a family man mm-hmm. and uh again like we respect that like i feel the first time i really came across both of your work was falling up um Ooh. this yeah, is this is where uh yeah. yeah and i mean i know from again backstories shooting on a mm-hmm. cannon uh whether it was 5d 6d Oh, this, this is 60D, yeah, DSLRs, pretty much. DSLR. To generalize it, DSLR yeah. cameras. But this this is where I can tell, like, uh, I don't know at what age you guys had, you know, made this piece of art, but it was something that just resonated with me where I'm like, wow, yeah. they understand the aesthetic of what needs to be captured. Like, visually, mm-hmm. you matched his world. Lyrically, you brought something to the table for Reed to capture. And for me, like, that type of... Um, dynamic mm-hmm. is like you can't match that you have your own vibe and like the world wasn't ready i think yeah. what, whatever you were bringing to your age uh your, your group right your circle they didn't under understand way, it way way ahead of us i, I want to talk about that because falling up is literally i'm glad you even pinpointed that that is to me that is the birth of who i am ronald mm-hmm. reed the filmmaker um, publicly anyway I think that was really the, the birth and I'm glad that I met him and he made the record mm. because the be, because, <laughs> yeah, because um, I remember when he uh, and this is how the story went the falling up legend I should say went yeah, yeah. he had the song for a, for a, a long time um, and um, he actually didn't want to shoot it at first I, I said look I really like this record it was a freestyle and at the time he was like you know I have uh, legit songs you mm. know not freestyles or whatever um, and that's what I want to push and I'm like okay cool we shot the other stuff we were doing our thing Mm -hmm. but this song like just it just kept speaking to me right it resonated yeah it just it it just resonated like just the the vibe his tone of voice his delivery like for me it was just perfect Mm. and it was at a time where um uh like no one really knew who i was it was just me and him um you know making videos okay and i said look if we want to really do this shit the right way, we have to push the needle. That was yeah. like the biggest thing. We had to push the needle. That became a slogan. Yeah, and that, yeah. that became our thing. It was like, look, we got to push the needle some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. And this was also around the time where Instagram was just like, you know, it was just kind of getting really popular. Mm. This is around uh, just the, I'm just trying to create the, um, 
the 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 time period, period where, of where like, it was. Um, this was like around the time where everything was like in that dark moody stage of things. Like yes. Tumblr was still popular, mm-hmm. but everything was like that whole goth, you know, moody, you know, right. thing. Still transitioning. Yeah, Facebook, it, 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 exactly. Yeah. People were still so tra- like, transitioning. Tumblr was kind of like niche. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you were on Tumblr, you were cool. People, yeah. Few people. This was fashion not out days. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ASAP. This was early ASAP. Kanye, Kanye West with this the no face mask, yeah. wow. the couture mask, and all yeah, that. Yeah, the, this the was, Margiela mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is like around that period where it was just like you know everything was just this dark uh, goth grunginess, like mm-hmm. this like just this dark energy. Um, and I knew um that I'm like listen. At the time period, everyone that was shooting music videos were kind of still on an early 2000s wave. It was mm. the same template of, we got a nice car, we got a beautiful chick, stand mm-hmm. in front of the car, yeah. chick, shake your ass in the back, and yeah. action, right? This, same, right same, same, <laughs> you were tired of the stagnancy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. see, and this is why it was really important, because for me, when I met him, I knew as a business person and as a creative, I said, okay, you know what? I like shooting music videos. I like music. Mm. My way to relate to music videos is to shoot music. Is uh, my re- my way to relate to music is to shoot music videos. Okay. How do I, re- um, you know, kind of do music? And it was to shoot music videos, pretty much. But I knew shooting him. I said, you know what? I need someone that is creative that can, you know, who's t- kind of my muse in a way. Yeah. And where we can just work with each other and build and help grow each other. So, is that where you guys kind of compile muse forever? That's literally yeah. where that came from because. Dumb. You know, um, without him, I wouldn't have been here and, and vice versa. It's yeah, exactly. like he's literally a, a super important. Um, he's an integral to, part of your career. Yeah, literally. Your career, like he, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, my, exactly. and my style. And okay. my style as well. Because he was the only artist, uh, to go back to the on track, he was the only artist that was making the music that related to like the Kanye's, the, the ASAPs, that, 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 you know, moodiness mm. where other artists were making, you know, bitch got a fat ass or like, you know, I'm, th- I'm throwing $100,000 yeah, yeah. on this chick with a Lambo when I really don't own the Lambo and all this stuff. Or $100,000. Right, or $100,000. It was just like a lot of just false stuff, you know? I feel like Dez is the Basquiat of emotions. Like when I, when I listen to your music, it's like so many different frustrations emotions life uh life stresses and stuff like that that you're all hitting me at once but they're all very relatable you know what i'm saying and i love Mm -hmm. that about your music especially on the new project uh burning ladders that intro is just I listen to it like every day. Yeah, exactly. And he says on SoundCloud. And he's right. Like, um, you know, Dang, and man. even from yeah, a director's yeah. standpoint, and like I said, it goes back to his music uh, allowed me to create the content that I wanted to create. Mm. It, it literally was the door for me. because You had again, the paint. He had the canvas. Yeah, right. literally. Because if he was rapping about like, you know, I'm just throwing money and just cars and stuff like that, there was really nothing creative that I could really do but beyond that. So mm. because he was making a moodier type of music, it allowed us to collaborate and say, hey, what, what symbolic imagery can we make? So in Falling Up, that's why you see a lot of the things where, you know, you see the naked girl um, walking and like now she has rose petals falling and he's talking about love and he's talking about mm-hmm. you know um you know uh down what was one of the lines um that you talk about i'll rap the whole thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean you, you might need to but it, it's just falling up I, yeah I think falling up was really like he said it was an integral part of his career but like that moment like you gotta imagine like i'm not gonna say this was like a, a magic moment mm-hmm. for me um i got the instrumental from hipster minnows mm-hmm. this is when people were still going we're still downloading mm-hmm. and like it was such an impact because I downloaded it from History Minnows. I just rapped over it. I did it in my college dorm room by myself. Wow. You know, so like I still sounded so crazy clean. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. no, the thing is my like 
my friend Zach, he um he got me to see his laptop. You know, everybody's in college. He yeah. he probably was like with his girl or something. Mm. I was by myself in a whole suite. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And I was like, let me see a laptop. Had like one of those fifty dollar mics. I went into the bathroom, put a comforter over the door, <laughs> mm. and like I wrapped it and put it put it on wax. And then I went and saw a longtime friend, Limelight. Yeah, Limelight is um he run. Well, I said Limelight. I'm excuse me. Uh, uh, Lighthouse, Lighthouse. Uh, the Lighthouse, and um, Lighthouse Lime and his whole camp. Lime is the reason I kind of like really was able to polish my rapping because he taught me. Mm. You know, what I mean, he taught me how to stay in pocket, things like that. So I went and saw him, and we just redid the track over. Mm. But because I had already started it, you know, what I mean, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and it was just like so seamless. But I never knew it would grow into what it did today. Because it's crazy, especially in Jersey. I feel like it's like a big, uh, like it's like the movie Crash. Right. right. If we're all artists, we're bound to meet each yeah. other in the end. Like Literally, we, yeah. we kind of knew Crack. I know he produced some stuff for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Limelight sounds familiar too. I feel Limelight, like yeah. He been does, contacted he, by him too, right? Ha, he, he also produced for Haas yeah, at the time. Haas, Haas, you know, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like now we all kind of connected. It's like yeah, a web, falling up connected yeah. like a, a lot, lot of things. Yeah. And we, it was before our time. So like, so like you guys stated, like the problem. Looking back now, the problem with falling up. And like I said, for me, it's a, it was always a blessing and a curse. Mm. A blessing because uh, it was we, too early. It was too early for, for me to capitalize and for me as well. Yeah, for us to be like, yo, we did this, but. It was so early that it became a template for people to kind of like go exactly. to line and play. What also, this. what also impresses me a lot about your work is that it's like you carry both of you, and I'm going to explain each side. You're native to Newark, New Jersey, correct? Very much so. Okay, yeah. so Des is from Newark, New Jersey. They don't think I'm from Newark. No, let's, no. Let's say that. Yeah, first. yeah. No, the people think I'm like born and raised in like montclair that's what i'm saying but what gravitated <laughs> yeah. me towards you is that i have the essence and the idea of what europeans know and love right you have that within your music what how the clips make cocaine sound poetic in their right. raps you do that about lifestyles and you just like you you embody this essence of like european culture and lifestyle within mm -hmm. your music right. yeah. that even though you've never visited that it just matches and the same thing for reed when i saw uh, falling up you have like a french film 70s aesthetic to the way that you shoot right. that i said what the hell this is fucking incredible they get it yeah. they fucking get it and it's that's deeper. what just it's mm -hmm. deeper it's than deeper that than just Texas county yeah that's you what i'm I mean? saying so like even though you're from jersey i feel like once you do expand right. into where your careers will without a doubt take you mm -hmm. you're going to understand what you've always been channeling yeah. And to me, like, it's gonna get crazier. Yeah, no, and, and and see, and that's what we hoped too when we released Falling Up, and it it didn't really happen that way. It Honestly, like, it did. The reason no, we got to take let me tell you why it did. No, no, no. It, our, it, it, it no, did. Let, did. Me, let me tell you why it did. Because at the time we had um, this opened up the door for play clothes. We started working with Pusher T and his wow. clothing brand. Um, Des started getting sponsored, and again, I'm going back to how the the negative effects of the falling up situation happened. Mm. Uh, it, it, does, it did come with some positives, but um, clothing brands started reaching out to him, European brands and stuff like that wow, overseas. Denmark, Copenhagen, yeah, Fall sending, Haven, yeah, sending clothes and because everything. they wow. they seen that visual and they're yeah. like, oh, we love this, like this is amazing. Yeah. The problem, the thing is that what we didn't understand was 
was the follow-up, the consistency of content at right. the time. So right. we just made this one insane video. You put your whole heart into exactly, it. and then we didn't really think like, okay, what next now? Uh, mm -hmm. Hey, do you have another song, buddy? Um, <laughs> is there something yeah. else we should shoot? We yeah, didn't yeah. have a plan. It was mm -hmm. just like you know, and we shot this zero budget. It was just oh, me right. and my camera. I had no lighting. Actually, I had one little aperture. This is before Aperture is like the company they are today. Mm. This is when they were just in China, just selling on eBay. Wow. I had one little aperture light. Their first um, 90, uh, it was like a little 90 watt LED like light. Like MXL. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One of those, the original ones that you put on your camera that takes the little AA batteries and yeah. stuff wow. like that. I had the original Damn. small little aperture light before they, I thought they were just some knockoff little brand. Bought that light for $50 at the time. That's how much it was selling for on eBay. Wow. And shot that whole music video falling up and just on my Canon 60D and one lens. And we shot that different locations. Um, just X's house. Yeah, uh, we walked into the art factory with no permission factory, and just snuck yeah, in. Yeah, we've like, done that so many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, like I don't just, know how we're gonna get in there, but we're gonna sneak we just, in there. Just, and it, it always works. Exactly. It always works. The nostalgia so of your explanations yeah. really do. Like again, yeah, this is where we're you guys like, are like us. It's so yeah, crazy. It's like and we, we just, and we just did it. And when again that video dropped, the the positives now is that it created a ripple. It changed up. Um, it changed the the the. I guess the um narrative the same, the, the same acceptance yeah, or like, the motion, the cycle. It broke the no. cycle because now for the first time on an independent level or in an Exus County, New Jersey, North New Jersey level of you know, music video directors, I was the first one to make content like that. Right. Um and you gave director a new meaning yeah. a meaning because you, you changed the narrative for oh, Jersey. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, and I fucking will tattoo that on my fucking chest <laughs> or on my face like Amber Rose. Like, <laughs> I know for a fact like I know for a fact yeah. I changed that cycle yeah. because before before that video dropped, mm. I can tell you everybody had the same format. The same I can give them them roses like yeah. right now. Mm. Like, like I've seen I've seen yeah, yeah. directors, other directors and I'll be the Oh yeah, I'll oh, be yeah, the yeah, bad yeah. Guy. I know where, he, I know where I, he's going. I've with seen this, so. other directors go into his DM and ask, um, "How do you get these type of models? Mm -hmm. uh, who does your lighting?" Mm -hmm. um, and I'd be like, "Ron, you do this all." Oh, the way. speaking so, of that, yeah. even yeah, and so and, <laughs> and, and again, uh, at the time, um, and I even think again, Falling Up still is a strong video today because yeah. I would look at it every year. and I'm like, "Wow, this video still is longevity dope. classic." Yeah, it's it's mm -hmm. like it's timeless. I think it's still one of my best pieces of work. But even from like the idea, I remember telling Des, I'm like, "Listen, there, we can't have any big booty models in this video. Like the models have to look exotic. They mm -hmm. have to look. This is around the time high the fashion, week, yeah, high yeah. fashion. The weekend was just like getting popular. And I'm like, "Listen, yeah. you see what the weekend is doing? Mm. We gotta like what you need we, weekend. Yeah, this you, was, this was yeah, yeah. first right. tape weekend." This is before the trilogy came out. Yeah, and I'm state. like, listen, yeah. we got to bring that aspect yeah. to rap. Okay? The Canadians understood they that. Understood. I feel like Drake oh, yeah. because yeah, it's it's that it's that midway between America and Europe. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful melting That's pot. That's a great way to describe it. That's yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. America and, and Europe. Yeah, and and that was that. the thing. So at the time, the idea was to bring that aesthetic and vibe to hood rap. You know, mm -hmm. hence does high def or a Nork artist, which that was never done before. Right. Right. So that's why I feel like at the time. Um, you know, it made such a big impact because it was so different and yet so dope. And then you see the explosions in the video. Yeah. The editing was crazy. Yeah, I, had, yeah. I brought a, a totally different editing aspect. You know, messing with stock footage and you had the perp. I, I love yeah. too the drop in the video mm -hmm. where the music actually cuts out and then you hear the female's voice again. Oh, yeah. And then like it goes mm -hmm. all that. In, in a sense, like madness. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yo, and, but you, but you see what I mean, and and that's the thing. It was um it was a very um. It was a very 
disruptive video, and I'll touch on that. The reason the, where I got that term from is because I actually started get I got an internship from Diddy from that video at some point, and yeah. actually Puff saw it and he's like. I need content like this. This is disruptive content. This oh. is fucking dope. So they seen the video. People seen it. Um, I think the biggest thing was we didn't know how to cap, or I didn't know how to capitalize. We didn't know on how that. to keep. Re- we didn't know what we did. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that, so timing is always like yeah. exactly. Oh, it's super important. Perfect, then yeah. they're always watching. Yeah, yeah. and then and then they're the problem. Watching. The problem with that was is that then artists started hitting me up. Once I created that product and put it out there, so many artists started hitting me up. Hey, I want to do a video with Reed. I want a video with Reed. Expecting that same type of style and vibe. Where it's not cookie cutter. Which it, it, it's, it wasn't cookie cutter at, at all, but I didn't understand it at the time. So I was always trying to say, okay, well, I don't want to give away his style or the mm. style that we made to another artist. Yeah. So it hurt me in a business sense because I wasn't giving clients that at the same time too. It hurt me because I didn't really know how to recreate that with the songs that I was getting. Because I was just getting strip club music where he's making really deep music where I'm like, okay, I'm getting, you know, lost in it. And it took me so many years to to learn that. I said, you know what? I can't do this. It's impossible. Like Mm. one day I remember writing a treatment for some artists and I'm like, there's no way I can do this. Like it doesn't even make sense. I'm not even (laughs) vibing with this. Meanwhile, he's making these these records that I'm loving. I'm like, oh my God, I'm Mm -hmm. getting all these crazy ideas. This is where the light should go. We should have like, you know, just one model standing in the middle of a street, blue, red lights, and that's Mm. it. Minimalistic, dope. She's half naked. The wind's blowing, and all of a sudden, there's a there's a there's a white wolf walking in the middle of the street, and boom, Shit. scene, <laughs> dopeness. He said, like, scene. You know what I'm he said scene. Just, just dopeness, imagine just like that. Man. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. imagine, you know, he's making music. I'm like, bro, simple shit. You know, we should make a music video. You're riding down um this 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 bridge at three o'clock in the morning. It's mm. dark. It's city lights in the background. Uh, inside the interior of the car, it's an all white car. Inside of the interior of the car, it's up red and we have a a bird's eye view of this car driving and it's going down this long bridge this long bridge Uh but in the passenger seat there's a there's a girl there and you and you're like finger fucking her or something like that or Mm. some shit something something that's like (laughs) sexy sexy but just dope but Uh like and we don't really show him finger fucking her but we show that he's touching her legs we insinuate it he's touching her legs but then we cut to her face this emotion on her face Mm. then we cut back to you know the aesthetic the the nightlife you know the moodiness of that sound it's 3am in the morning we're done yeah. it's just me and you on this bridge in this nice exotic car that's See, a I vibe. love that like that's a literally vibe. meeting you in person yeah. like i can i can feel your vision i can feel yeah. your passion and your expression and yeah. i love that yeah, yeah. i love that what i was gonna say uh now that you mentioned all that imagery mm-hmm. what i was telling rich earlier when we were talking about you guys is what i love about you too is that you guys paint this picture of what people rap about right but you guys make it like, for example, your your imagery, right? You'll you'll have a sexy chick, a sexy model on there, where everybody else will make it distasteful. Exactly. I'm glad you on, touched on that. You guys, on, you guys on are your, you guys are breaking saying. my stuff down uh, really good. Yeah. <laughs> on your end, you guys make it, you know, really nice to look at. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody at this table loves a female body, what yeah, it looks right. like. Big but you guys that. make it so artistic, mm-hmm. even with the words, with the imagery, yeah. that it's just like really dope to just watch. Yeah, you know? you, you, it's you like. You Easy brought, listening for your eyes, kind of. That's the best way. To you brought like shade sensuality into video form. You know? It's so yeah. easy to get lost and like exactly. make, yeah. make a woman look trashy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For yeah. your own personal mm-hmm. kind of pursuits. Like a lot of the videos that you know, what I mean, I noticed from like, well, just a lot of the music that's coming out nowadays, or it's like everybody's reaching mm. for this 
braggadocio bravado that's right. not necessarily them. Like, like the way they talk to women on a record is probably not how they're gonna talk to a woman in person. Even right. if they like the smoothest cat can't say a lot of the stuff that a lot of rappers say, you know, on on, on you know on wax. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I prided myself on being able to say, if I rap this song to a woman trying to bag her, like how a singer in the old yeah, day would yeah, sing yeah. Right, and, right, right. and she would just, you know, panties would drop. Uh-huh. Will this give me the same result? You okay. know what I mean? And um mm-hmm. What do you guys feel like you actually pull, uh, again, your nostalgia, your essence yeah. to what you're putting into your product? Yeah, so uh, for me, I can say, um, all right, let's say if, I'm, if we're talking about women anyway. Um, for me, again, we're, it goes back to when I started, how can I be different? Because I felt like I was coming in as an underdog. No one knew me. I didn't really have a lot of money. And I said, okay, yeah. how am I going to make money doing this? Um, and I knew, you know, just simple business. It's like, I got to be different. I have to have, I have to bring a different product to this market of music video directors or content creators. Mm. And this is before content creation was even like a big thing as it is today. So I also came in at a really good time. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like when a lot of the trends or things that I was noticing weren't like as popular or, or, or seen, you know what I mean? I was like already studying those things, looking at fashion magazines. I wasn't really looking at rap videos all the time. I was looking at, you know, uh, alternative uh, music videos, alternative music. You were looking looking into like Harper's Bazaar and Vogue instead of Double XL. Right, exactly. Nothing wrong with those guys. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. It's just... Yeah, and, and there, yeah, there is yeah. nothing wrong with those. Yeah. Like, those models or that type of style because today, it's it that's what's the thing is now. Again, where you could yeah. be so heavily influenced mm-hmm. from the area that we are from. Right. This is, again, this mm-hmm. this is what makes me say, wow, this is so interesting and refreshing yeah. that you guys are pulling mm-hmm. from these sources mm-hmm. when everything was to make you follow the flow. Exactly, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And, 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 that, and that's exactly what it was. It was just like, you know what? You know, what can I take from this fashion magazine and apply it to this urban setting right. and then you know it's it was it was always always like I'm mixing a new drink I yeah. feel like and that's what I was really trying to that's do that's a great way to put it but the uh, Des was definitely the pot he was like the thing that I needed to cook that in I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't embody those ideas in other artists mm-hmm. and that was the problem for me so that's why I always had consistency issues from a mm-hmm. content creation standpoint mm-hmm. and he and and even for for us because he had personal situations where he couldn't oh, yeah. create yeah you know, I'll speak music on that. Like, yeah. um, yeah. you know, before, like, you know, what I mean, just any artist goes through those things where you can't create or mm-hmm. you don't have the money, you don't have the finances to do that. You have to work regular jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I was, I, and I'm like dealing with those things mm-hmm. as I'm trying to create big, and I'm working with Pusha T. Like, you know, what I mean, and I'm doing. Uh, How was clothes. that experience? Um, before I even say Pusha T, mm-hmm. I'll say shout out to Chris Goins. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chris Gomes was a very, he, like, still to this day is, like, very good friend. I consider him a brother because he presented, along with Ron, like, an opportunity for me to see myself in a different light. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was, when you when you start rapping, especially from an inner city, it's like playing ball. It's like, I don't always think, like, this is the key outlet for every person that's in the inner city but mm-hmm. these are the things that it feels like we're giving right. we're, we're giving like you they're know opening I mean? doors either either you're gonna play ball you're gonna rap or you're gonna do this or that you know what i mean but it's like he showed me like Dez, like you could just do this modeling thing too you mm-hmm. know I mean? which added an, an entire different aesthetic oh, okay. to me yeah. which yeah. Mm-hmm. like it showed me like a lot of the poses I do were from those first moments when he was like, Des, just do this. Just, You're trying like, to embody that aesthetic. Exactly. Yeah. And it became a part of my spirit. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like fashion, modeling, uh, 
the music, the the aesthetic, like the actual aesthetic, which turned me into like, I would say an aesthete, like you know what mm-hmm. I mean. I I became a creative director because of those things. Yeah. I became, um, I, I started liking photography because of those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And um, you delve into all the pieces of the recipe that make it what it is. Exactly. Yeah. It's like everything was just. I mean, I, I he said like I owe I owe him I owe Chris Goins I owe um, Pusha T for the for having play clothes, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say me and Pusha T have a, like this very great great relationship or anything mm-hmm. like that. A lot of people get that me. like that weird idea that just because you are part of a project that you had all like this intimate time yeah. to yeah, like yeah. speak mm-hmm. with them, most of the time it's your meeting by, like yeah. or like you yeah. talk to them a few times, you talk yeah. to them about yeah. a few different things. It's just like I just was very grateful for those moments like walking into Microsoft Lounge from doing a play clothes campaign, mm. which I thought was like, oh yeah, I'm just I'm just doing a pose, I'm doing uh-huh. this. When I'm plastered all over Microsoft Lounge and I'm walking in and they're like, the man of the hour is here and I'm mm-hmm. looking like, where push at? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like, this, this is another thing. I spoke to my friend from Indonesia. Uh, he's a pop star singer over there. His oh, name is nice, uh, yeah. Casanova. And he opened up my eyes more like, this was like a spiritual level. We just had this conversation the other day and he brought up the word abundance, right? So when you are given all those opportunities, all these blessings are coming your way, sometimes even at that age or whatever, you're feeling like, wow, this is like, do I deserve this? Like, is this bigger than me? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times as you grow now, I feel like Jay and I, like sometimes you like feel weird getting all these great things. You're like, am I really deserving of this? And right. like that. I, I have that all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking like accepting your abundance and realizing you do deserve this and keep elevating in that sense is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot, while you're going through all these experiences, I feel like Reed and yourself are going to be triggered by these questions now. Trigger time is that let's get into the more aggravating and unsatisfying part of our careers that people don't always see behind oh, yeah. the scenes. Um, I know when I'm seeing uh, Reed's Instagram, he's talking about unprofessionalism with models being aware of if a model turn this to you if if if, i was gonna say these guys are like parallel universes if i think you and i are like more reserved and more on the back end like we go through the same frustrations but we don't voice it as much as yeah yeah like i have a fiery passion yeah yeah i say things i i'm like you i want you to feel it yeah yeah. i can't really like i can't really say certain things yeah in a gentle way, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it comes out like Diddy, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, when I start venting, it comes out like Diddy. You'll be like, "Yo, Dez is crazy." <laughs> it's been videos he's gotten of me, and people are like, "Damn," I'm like, "Yo, what's wrong with Dez?" Like, nah, he just he just in his like yeah, in yeah. his bag right just now, you know. <laughs> but I feel like again, like Reed has this very, I don't know, I wouldn't even say it's neutral. He's very strong in his stance, but at the same time, it's open for discussion. Yeah. And so again, when it comes Leave to this yeah, guy over here. the, you know, the they're scale ruled, himself. They're, they're ruled by Venus. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Communication. So, so yeah, again, yeah. when guy. when Reed is speaking on uh, how models act, uh, again, we also live in the era of the Me Too movement, where if models don't get their way, they can they can ruin your careers Bro, by. Say that again. Say that again. I need to say that again. Repeat that. Hold on. For my gram. We also live <laughs> in the we live in the times of the Me Too movement, where sometimes models will use that to their advantage to get their way and ruin your whole career just because they couldn't have their way with the director 
with other people on set and stuff like that. So I want to delve into different perspectives of where our industry could get crazy, what complications you've come across, whether it's finances being received, all these other things people don't understand. Mm let it let let the people know because i yeah, want yeah. i want everybody within the art circle to know that they're not alone and that we need to ch- change the narrative we have to we have to change how things are processed honesty is yeah mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna um Start wherever you like. Yeah. I know it's kind of yeah. across it's, the board. It's, just, that's, that's that's a, a, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a buckle up and enjoy this. Yeah, it's a very broad um, perspective, and I I want to apologize in advance if I offend any model, female, male, LGBT community, anybody, you know, whatever, mm. any director. Uh, um, Okay, let me let me start let me start by by bridge saying this, this gap. Yeah, I'm bridge gonna, this I'm gap. Gonna, I'm gonna make it make sense. Yes. The problem, obviously, is that somebody is getting offended by somebody, um, and they don't like it. Okay. Somebody is doing something that somebody doesn't want, and and there's a miscommunication in that equation somewhere. Mm. Where um, or or maybe someone's just I don't care, I don't give a fuck, I'm gonna do it, whatever. And that person's definitely a jerk, and just that's different. That's a different conversation. What do you think of? Mm-hmm. Let me let me let me start with this so yeah. you can answer narrow clearly. Down. Yeah, narrow it down. Mm-hmm. I know this kind of gets me on my Aggie end, mm-hmm. right? What do you think about the models that end up do getting gigs from other directors, other photographers, and they're not really meant to be in this industry, but they've been gassed to the point that they feel that they are the highest tier of model. I know, I, I know you guys are ready. You're like, Ugh. they're the highest tier of model, and they give you an ego mm-hmm. that is above their value okay um do, wait first do you want me to touch on the whole me too movement thing or yeah yeah want, just start with that but that. let's speak, speak on, on this that. and then okay. we'll transition not into it got you okay safe okay so that's not that's not that's um ground. yeah <laughs> so what do i think about miles with an ego yeah yeah um but that aren't mm-hmm. particularly like again we've seen that you guys work with gg hadids of the world right and we feel like for sure they carry that essence of a top model right. and stuff like that not really Okay. Not really. Well, they, also, well, uh, super regular. All right. Like, like, like they're super chill. Like they come, like we. Not were, saying that they have egos, but yeah. I'm talking about the girl that everybody else gassed up. She might not be the best at what she does, but she like you're. She's a Gigi Hadid. Yes. Right. Can okay. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so I love this. The first thing I'm gonna say is that it's not her fault. Um, we have a programming system and I want everybody to follow me. We have a programming system that people don't necessarily know is a programming system and it's called social media. Mm. It's called Instagram. It's called Facebook. It's called Twitter. It's called Snapchat. Mm. And these things help people. Of course, they bridge gaps. They help people make millions of dollars, you know, by just posting their, posting themselves on these platforms. Um, It's not really her fault that when she posts that selfie, all those guys salivate over her in those comments or they they like all those pictures in the comments they like what they see Mm. that like it's been scientifically kind of proven that like that double tap is like a release of dopamine in your mind like you know what i mean that when you don't get that double tap or you don't get those likes Mm -hmm. you know that sadness comes from you know not getting Mm -hmm. that influx but Mm -hmm. i i see a lot of that we like 
because the everything's been done is DIY now. A lot of the videos, a lot of different things are DIY now. You're getting in, uh, Instagram models to and come DIY. And be if nobody understands, is do, do it, it yourself. yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, you're getting a lot of regular girls, regular jobs who could be just pretty around the way girls. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they're they're getting put in these videos. They're getting these opportunities. So of course, you it's know, a different market of yeah. how it's. It's not, access now. It's it's the ego is going to be inflated if you're not used to something and now you're getting it. Like mm-hmm. you're going to start. Oh, maybe I do deserve this. Right. You know what I mean? And um, and that's the thing. Like you know, what I mean, I try to I try to be as unbiased as possible. And um, I just like I like honesty. You yes. know what I mean? When when you're working with somebody because it makes for a very ego free creating environment. Right. Give us two versions of like types of models you guys end up working with. You either get the the model that is down for whatever, that that knows that that, that she's hustling. She's hustling and she she's down to work with you. She know that you guys are on the same level. Or you get the model who probably got maybe a couple hundred sometime and she was in this video and that person's video and being that she's always booked like it's like there's no value in what you're presenting her mm-hmm. at the end of the day this is an even exchange mm-hmm. between creatives right. no matter if your creative your creative um tool is your face and your body movement mm-hmm. or a camera and you know what i mean or how triggered design. do you feel like when they like don't tag you in a post where you know you were biggest part of the process and they wanted to seem like the only it makes me not want to do it it makes me not want to honestly i could be i'm probably speaking for a lot of creative it makes you not want to create because if this is the platform that you're being seen on Mm -hmm. and you have you have this person that you're like creating as muse if they don't properly represent you you know what i mean you're like yo but you didn't do this on your own you didn't press self timer and didn't do your pose like Mm -hmm. i helped out i'm 90 percent of this product that you have because i feel like a lot of people don't realize you are Vogue magazine. You gave them the chance to be part of Vogue, but they're not tagging Vogue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's the same. One more. I'm going I'm to slide it over. The biggest thing to me is that beyond tagging, beyond, beyond, like I try to stay, I try to keep Instagram as so far out of my mind now because it is, it's a drug. It's, yeah. a, it's the new drug. I believe it's literally the new crack. Mm-hmm. And I believe a lot of people are going to be messed up who are early 20s are going to be messed up yeah. by the time they're 30. It's kind of like... And they already are, too. Yeah. yeah. Like because it's like early actor syndrome. Yeah. It's like you go from being this super huge star in everybody's eyes, and then you have your dead season once you grow out of it. Right. And then you, you're fucked up, like, psychologically. Right. And it's like so much... Like, this is an attention-seeking... Like, people are attention-seeking now. This is like a sport. Like, you know what I mean? And I just think, like, if I'm... If I'm... Like, I've had situations where I was burnt by art uh, by by models and but what what I mean by that is nothing crazy I mean like she like they play me they've done they've um they've haven't been honest about things you know what I mean and sometimes that creates problems outside of the work Mm -hmm. you know what I mean sometimes it's just work like you know what I mean sometimes you just want to a clean like you want to be able to say hey like is this going on I've had models lie to me about boyfriends because they want they wanted to like kind of like dangle the carrot in my face like oh yeah we we can be together so you could keep shooting me mm. and it's like it's been times like i have ogs around me like, i feel like we're finding that transition like, i have ogs around me like people who sit down and like yo like i'm older than you mm-hmm. 
I've made this mistake before. Don't make it, but you're still going to make it. But this is what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell me and I'll be watching it happen, mm-hmm. but still be kind of in it. It's almost yeah. like just what, like that first person. It becomes like a first person. It's like POV. no matter how much somebody explains the act of sex to you, it's different for everyone. Right, exactly. It's felt differently. It's trans, you know, you know, it, the whole essence of it is just different. Yeah. And that's, that's what makes me as a content creator. Like I was just talking to him about this in the car, like certain situations with artists and models that it makes you not want to be uh be like a content creator help anybody i also and just to divvy back and i'm gonna pass it to ron like that was one of the reasons why i feel like the consistency with falling up didn't like it it, it, nothing came from it because Mm -hmm. i would argue with ron like i don't want nobody to get this Mm -hmm. like you know what i mean because it's like why do they deserve what me and you sat Mm-hmm. And, and 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 thought up why do they deserve when i emailed all those those brands and those brands sent us these things so mm-hmm. we can do this it's giving why do away they deserve the reference track exactly. that why, somebody will have the why can't uh, we the bottle blood. the sauce yeah why do we got to give y'all the sauce for free why can i slap a label on this desmond sauce on this reed sauce yeah. like and say hey buy it. this yeah mm-hmm. buy it you can have it but you're gonna pay for this sauce like mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's like that's what me and him would get into a lot and it's just like a jaded aspect you know what i mean mm-hmm. before i get into like super rambling let me pass it on <laughs> <laughs> real quick before you yeah. go in ron um yeah. how do you guys navigate that whole you know attention seeking aspect on, on social media do you guys do kind of like I don't know if you practice this, but kind of what I do is kind of just like post it and let it fly. Don't worry about the numbers or whatever. The little bit of engagement that you do get, be grateful for it. Or you just kind of post it on there uh, for whoever wants to digest it, I guess. Right. So what I do is um, uh, I'm a very psychological person, I would say. So I'm I'm very into like, um, or I guess I study or I notice trends. People, people. And I say people because men and women love women, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I use women as my uh, tool to, mm-hmm. um, I, I would say, I guess, attract people or get eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not always be the most um, orthodox thing to do, mm-hmm. um, but I do understand it and I do get it yeah. and I respect it. Um, and from a content creator standpoint, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it works, you know, even saying, from, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe not for like, you know, if you're going to be starting a business that's really corporate and professional, maybe not in that aspect, but mm-hmm. for what I do um, in the business that I work in, mm-hmm. it, it works, it you know, works, yeah. um, and uh, so, and what I do is I try to obviously capture women in a very uh, elegant, mm-hmm. respectful, tasteful way, still sexy, mm-hmm. but not, you know, it's, it's not slutty. It's not, yeah, it's not, hey, come have sex with me now. It's, mm-hmm. I want to just look at this girl all day. I can yeah. look at this girl all day and it's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. You know, if Victoria's Secret can do it, well, I can do the same thing too. Right. And I feel like, um, you're I've, framing the art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just framing it as an art piece. I mean, I don't care. I don't care who, I actually don't care who you are. I don't care if you're mm-hmm. the president of the United States. I don't care if you're some, you know, lawyer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, someone who is an LGBT community, um, you know, mm-hmm. who identifies as something else, mm-hmm. you know, they sometimes say, you know, I don't feel like a man. I feel like I'm a woman. And mm-hmm. they want to be that pretty woman that we mm-hmm. create and push, put out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody loves a beautiful woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. like they're, they're, uh, women are good to look at their you know their bodies are a work of art right. you know mm-hmm. i personally like to capture that and yeah. convey that mm-hmm. um 
I just believe there's nothing as beautiful as a woman. So for me anyway, mm-hmm. I my I use women as a tool to um to to pretty much attract people obviously, mm-hmm. but also to display, you know, really how perfect they are because mm-hmm. I honestly do believe they are uh the, the most perfect being, you know. You feel that's yeah. a, like a large responsibility? It's a larger responsibility and it's harder because I think there's a there's a fine line you got to walk. So right. w- when you're doing what I'm doing or any photographer when you're shooting women, um, I think there's a really fine line. Um, I have nothing against people who cross that line. You know, I also get that point of view as well. Mm-hmm. For me, that's not my mo, but mm-hmm. I get it. I respect it. I get anyone who crosses that line. If we all know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you go into that other side of things, yeah. that's just a different market of of what you're trying to attract. I yeah. think that's a um a very taboo secretive market that the world at right now isn't obviously they're open about but they're not so open about it. It's like what do you do in private? This is what I like in private. What are your mm-hmm. fetishes? That's what that market is. Yeah. I think what I'm everything tr- is very heavily fetish yeah. driven mm-hmm. to be honest. Exactly exactly. And I think what I try to do is I try to I try to um I try to do really what Victoria's Secret does. What is your fantasy? I walk the line of, you know, of, of fantasy. I walk the line of, um, you know, just beauty, elegance, you know. Yes, this is a, a half-naked woman in the middle of a desert or in the middle of a grass field for no freaking reason. Mm-hmm. But yet, the lighting that's touching her body, the, you know, the colors of the, of the sky, the, the warm tones, the, the blues that are seeping in between those clouds, mm-hmm. and the grass that's flowing and blowing her hair ever so slightly at that maybe 45 degrees degree angle that's going across her eyeball <laughs> makes and, so and, and, and the way yeah. and the Love way that. yeah and the way her body is shaped like right. like you know like nature's snakes you know mm. and it, there's this there's this line and this elegance in her body and this emotion in her face makes you say wow i want to look at this woman i just want to look at her and it's art yeah i just want yeah. her on my wall I, yeah. she she's just beautiful she's mm-hmm. art you know and that's the perspective i think um, people who look down upon it or who frown upon it, they don't look at it from that perspective. They look at it as, oh, why is she? Why is this girl half naked? Or even, man, even other models, even other women. I've contacted other women and I've said, hey, I would love to shoot you. I think you're beautiful, not because you know. I mean, you know what? Yes, because you are beautiful. You have a nice body. You have a nice look, um, and I want to capture that. And you know, some women are like, oh no, that's not my thing. Or like, oh, I, I can't stand. I don't know why girls do this. Yeah. And I think it's just about the way you you look at things. It's right. no different from if one were to say, I'm just going to flip the example to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, how could you ever hit your child? That's abuse. Mm-hmm. But yet, um, why don't parents hit their child to teach them a lesson? You know, um, it, it, it's like it's looking at that perspective. Mm-hmm. One can say if you hit your child, that's abuse. One can say if you hit your child, you're trying to teach them a lesson right. to stop doing something or you to could say, like, look how I came it, out. It, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's mm-hmm. the thin line. I kind of walk with models. It's 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 no different. Someone's going to look at it as a bad thing. Someone's going to look at it as art. Right. At the end of the day, I don't really care. I, I only wish that it was more understood and, and not frowned upon so much mm-hmm. um, because I feel like um, if it wasn't, for example, um, I know for a fact I've worked with like brands. I used to work at like Cosmopolitan Magazine. Um, I used, I've done things for like clothing brands. I've done things here and there freelance wise. And have um, those also come again? You spoke about fall. Mm-hmm. Like I always like feel like there's like a missing piece to like all these mm-hmm. stories. So we try on the radio show 
telling other artists like how does this really come about oh yeah i'm gonna explain it yeah, i'm mm-hmm. about to get into that shit really. <laughs> so like so this is how it works right for me anyway um and there are good and bad things so some of the good things are like i said why i use i use women to attract people the good thing about that is that i'm attracting people people are seeing wow this is a really beautiful girl for whatever reason or this is a really beautiful photo um you make good work but my work is really niche into that so for me um you know Close-minded people or employers or people who are just like one track minded mm. can look at my work and say oh all he shoots is you know half naked women yeah. he's not professional he can't do anything else talk about the dull citizen well, that went through the system right yeah, yeah someone who probably went through the system that maybe i am applying to a job and saying hey look i am a photographer or i'm a content creator i would love to work for your brand and do x y and z and i get it they look at it from uh this is not really the work that we want represented or maybe we don't like you as a person because you shoot this type of content i don't know how they're judging me but i know for a fact they're not looking at my work because mm-hmm. if they were really looking at my work from understand. they would right. understand that wow look at what he did with this i wonder what he can do with this with you know what head. i mean i shoot half naked women i shoot music artists that rap about different things why do you think i can't shoot a, a coke bottle and make it look good too mm-hmm. what makes you think i can't you know shoot an interview and make that interview look good mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. what makes you think i can't come with come up with creative ideas or things that can benefit your brand or company right. so i think um that's one of the negative things is um people don't look at it that way and i only wish that they did they just looked at the potential of like okay hey this is what he did imagine what he can do you know with it's, what, it's right. one of those things like my dad he's big on psychology as well and mm-hmm. he was an artist and photographer and he said a lot of the time you go into agencies whether it's vogue or you know harper's bazaar and you ended up shooting for them. You can't really put your style. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You have the honor of shooting them. And they've always asked, like, portfolio-wise, like, what are you, what are you about to do? My, my dad was always like, it's not what I did. It's what I'm about to do for you. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. hard to always express yep. that stuff. That's and um, also, I want to ask this question. I hope you're okay with me asking yeah. this question. Accent. Uh, Accent. I know that personally you have a daughter. Did yeah. that influence you, how you're capturing women? Was that like a transitional period of saying, since I have a daughter, I have a, I have a different responsibility? And I, because I know artists like Bryson Tiller, he said once he had a daughter, it switched his whole mind on how he approaches music. Yeah, it definitely did 150%. Okay, I wouldn't even say 150% because not really. I would say maybe 85%, you know, know. <laughs> you know, um, uh, and, and B plus, right? <laughs> yeah, and, 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 I, and I agree. Um, when you say it does shift your mindset, but for me, um, not to to the point where I'm gonna stop shooting half naked women. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna still shoot half naked women if I want or that's if just I feel inspired. Yeah, 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 that's just a part of my passion and my respect for it. I know I have a daughter now. Would I want my daughter posing half naked for somebody? I don't know. Probably, <laughs> probably not. Would you, you want know? your daughter posing for Shadow Ronald Reed? Um, probably not. No, exactly. Shadow pro- pro- Reed. Yeah, Shadow, Shadow Ronald, Ronald Reed. Reed. Probably How not. How about Ronald Reed now? Would Ron- you want Ronald Reed now? Yeah, yeah. maybe, but still a maybe. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I say that is because. Um, uh, just from uh, it's really just because it's just my daughter. It's just I just I just don't want to don't want to see my daughter. Her like yeah. That. Yeah, 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 but I, I mean beyond that point, like let's, like it's as just a woman. Yeah, as, as a, a woman, woman, of course, if my daughter wanted to model and go into that, like uh, I that it's again this she's is a version of your daughter that has been taught. Yeah. Has been yeah you know, given the knowledge of yeah and, and definitely right, right. yeah and definitely mm-hmm. like teaching her exactly like you said like you know the do's and don'ts I mean I would want her to go in with some yeah of just yeah, life, just life period mm-hmm. but for me 
I wouldn't. It, I, it's just one of those things. For example, like um, it's like a pet peeve. I'm not saying I wouldn't want her to do it because it's like, oh, how dare you post half naked? It's not like that. Because I still, again, respect women, and it would be contradictive for me to say, oh, how can you shoot half naked women, but your daughter can't do it? But if she wants to do that, and she mm -hmm. aspires to do that, for me, it's just like a, a personal pet peeve. For example, I have a sister. I have a little sister. I don't like eating or drinking off my little sister. I'm just like, ugh. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to. <laughs> it's just one of those things to me. It's, it's like, too close mm -hmm. to home. yeah, it's yeah. like too close to home. It's like it's just like ah. Uh, it's my daughter it's like darn like i don't want to see my daughter have naked it's like i mean i've seen i've changed her i've seen my daughter but once she matures i i also don't want i don't want my daughter to be attractive really like it's weird <laughs> like i don't know why it's like i have this i have this thing in me where i'm like i kind of don't want my daughter to be attractive like yes yeah, yeah, like, i don't i don't yeah. want do you, guys do you guys also like, find like a different chemistry like say like with your significant others mm -hmm. like when shooting them or like if you've had a moment where you're trying mm -hmm. to like i know you know, you've shot Amy in the past, like in Spain, and I think that's one of your best photos. Was it a different? Oh, you mean shooting it... your girl? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. You know what? Um. I didn't. I it never had the. Yeah, I never had the chance. You guys fight a lot because we fought a lot. It was a. Oh wait, wait, wait! Come on. Are we talking about shooting your girl? Like I'm shooting my girl, and I'm creating something, or I'm shooting yeah, other yeah. women, and I have a girl? No, no, no. no. Shooting, shooting your, girl. your girl. Oh yeah, it was definitely yeah. It's, it's definitely a hard time. It was like it was it was it's like pressure. Right? It was pressured for no reason yeah. for me anyway. It was mm -hmm. like I remember when I would practice with my girl. It, it's it's they take it too personal. I feel like mm -hmm. because. Um, in my in my case anyway, I feel like my girl at one point probably felt, well, you make these girls feel beautiful. How come you don't make me feel beautiful? Mm. Well, because working with you, sweetheart, you make it really <laughs> difficult for me to get in my zone and you take <laughs> you, you overanalyze things. Where wouldn't you think oh, the opposite? Because yeah. it's so helpful. <laughs> right, be exactly. Easy, when, it's no, not. it's like they overanalyze. Yeah, so like, oh, I don't want to do this because they're more open with you yeah, now. Man. As a creative, you're thinking about certain things. Now you're not thinking as just like I'm creating with someone freely. Yeah. It's like okay, my girl doesn't like this yeah. or I she wants sleep on the couch. Yeah, right. I got your zone. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta make her. You're thinking about making her happy when you're creating with a random model. You're thinking about making your art. You're not thinking about satisfying right. that model. I don't yeah. care what yeah, the yeah, model. Yeah. And it, it, obviously, it's collaborative. But you're not thinking like, oh, I'm doing this photo shoot to be romantic and to make you very happy and to make you a happy girlfriend today. Mm -hmm. So when it turns into, oh, we're taking pictures. Oh, I don't like how you take my pictures. Or, or, um, or um, can we do it like this? Like, I don't want to do it like that. It's like, now it's like, okay, I'm Too just doing clash. this. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this to make you happy. Is this yeah. what you want? Is this what you want? Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, oh, that. it's not like this style. <laughs> I feel yeah, that 100%. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, how come you don't make me look like those other girls? Well, because they're shutting up and just letting me do my thing. You know? it's, <laughs> that's, 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 and they're just yeah. listening. And the photos that they get are the photos that they get. And mm -hmm. if they happen to like it, they like it. They're not. They're not giving me live feedback. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not shooting a model and and she's saying, oh, I don't really like that. Can we? It's just okay. Cool. Let's go on to the next and thing. Some models try to do that. Some mm -hmm. models try to do that. Personally, I've never. Yeah, I've yeah. never encountered that personally. I've uh -huh. never. Thank God. But mm -hmm. but that's because when I shoot, I I think um, uh, people usually come with a a certain. Not, I guess respect. they respect. respect. Yeah, they, they just yeah. let me. They're just like we just do whatever. Like you're amazing. Like you know, just do your yeah. thing. They kind of come cool. come Those at are me the like best that. Kind of artist to work. Yeah, with. like they kind of mm -hmm. come at me like that. Um, they don't really put pressure on me. Real quick yeah. to double back on the the collaborations that you guys have made, and as mm -hmm. far as oh yeah, I can get into know, that. How mm -hmm. you guys find it difficult to work for other artists? Yeah. What well, like when you work with Des, it's mm -hmm. it's it clicks, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. we find it very difficult to work with other artists if we're not enjoying what they're bringing to the table. Yeah. As far as yeah. 
this how is we a, can we gotta pay the bills. Yeah. Let me let right. me let me let me yeah. Let me like say are this. you guys selective? Yeah, as it's to who you can who you want to work with. It's now? definitely selective. So you're 150 percent right. For me anyway, it's selective. Um, from a shooter standpoint, because I offer a service. Yeah. Um. So when I'm shooting with Des, again, it's pressures. I don't have the pressure of hey, I'm giving you a budget. Don't don't fuck it up. I don't have the pressure of hey, we have to release the video by this day, and if you yeah. don't, I'm gonna hound you. I don't have the pressure of um oh this is the artist. Um, well, that's different. That's an automatic pressure. But I just I would say those two things. Mm-hmm. I don't have the business like, hey, I'm I'm a customer. I'm mm-hmm. right. Give me what I want right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Pressure. So when me and Des come into work now, it's like, hey man, I have free time today. Yo, you got free time today. Yo, let's just create. We're just driving around New York City. Yo, Ron. He's like, yo, Ron. Yo, what's that over there? Yo, pull over. Mm-hmm. We pull out. We pull over, and we've done this too. Like mm-hmm. we. Yeah, We've done this plenty of times where Des is like, yo, do you see that shit? That building? Yo, pull over. I pull over the car in the middle of New York City. We hop out the car. There's a red light and we take a photo real quick or we grab a quick B-roll and then boom, we're just going about we're just going about our day. And all of a sudden we just have this dope shot that we didn't plan. It wasn't pre it was just we just noticed these dope locations or situations and we're like, hey, let's take advantage of it. we right here. Why? And a lot of times Des would be like, yo, there's Des would tell me like, yo, Ron, there's this like smoke coming out of the ground like yo just take a picture of me real quick and boom like we, yeah <laughs> it's, exactly and i took my shirt off in the rain yeah <laughs> but it's dope it was like, raining Mario, like yeah. i took it off and yeah. i was just sitting there i was like ron get this real quick yeah. and what a lot of people um like i would just suggest for like a lot of artists you'll really get into your iphoneography like, okay you know i mean really get into that really start understanding how you want to look you know what i mean because if you know how you want to look no one can tell you you know mm. if you like that's the thing about art, you know what I mean? It's what you want it to be. As long as it's done tastefully, it's done, it's done to the point. Be an expert at what you want. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Um, and I think that's that's really one of the biggest things that connected me and Ron. Cause mm. we didn't always pull out the DSLR, we didn't always pull out the red to do stuff. It was just straight on the iPhone. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, yo, pull it, like do this, you know what I mean? And then I'll chop it up on my phone yeah. Yeah, yeah. send it to Instagram and then boom like you know what I mean let, let, let me also say this I feel like a lot of artists they want uh, from my experience um, I've definitely met artists that are like that question me and Des's, um creative process like oh how come you do X, Y how come your videos look like this for him but mine's looks yeah. like this yeah because um, even though they called even right. though they called on you mm-hmm. now they're questioning it because that, right. that was going to be my next question yeah. mm-hmm. this is going to be maybe a, like a new uh topic thing mm-hmm. i'm gonna say keys and pet peeves mm-hmm. of of your artistry like both five of five from each of you okay all right mm-hmm. keys and pet peeves like what kind of keys would you pass on to the people up and coming what are your pet peeves that happen five of each mm-hmm. and then your essentials within your work that could be your camera that you use right. a lens or a piece of light that you can't live without let's kind of get into all those right. because i feel Technical a lot of people right. listening all right, so pet. All right, so keys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not going off of what I know, what I know now. Um, um, I would say know your know your worth and know yourself. Okay. Um, I, I, let me put make it simple. Um, know your level, know your level and your lane. So mm-hmm. know if you're level ten, level fifty, level one hundred. Like know where you're at. Okay. Because if you know that, then you're gonna be 
the reason why that's important is because you're going to be a whole lot more confident when you're having conversations, whether it is about budgeting, pricing. Um, you need to know your level of expertise is pretty much what I'm getting at. It makes the transaction yeah. easier. It makes it easier. No one can talk you into anything. Mm -hmm. No one can um, walk over you. Mm -hmm. No one can um, give you bullshit because, look, I'm, I'm at God level right now, bro. So yeah. mm -hmm. if you're trying to talk me into working for you for free, I've been there. I've been there, done that. Mm -hmm. Personally, I have. I've been jaded. I've been used. Um, and I like that I've been through those situations as well mm. because um, now I know, you know what experience. I mean? Experience, exactly. I've been like lowballed and uh, underpaid and um, not paid at all. And not paid yeah. at all, you know what I with mean? Promise. Ex with promise. With um, promise. On a professional and, and independent level, you know, big company, I've, I've experienced it. But now I know. Um, mm. I know my worth of time. I know my, my skill set. I know what I'm able to pull off by myself. I know what I'm not able to so pull you don't, off. You never second question your brain. Exactly. I right. never. I never second question what I'm able to bring to the table. Right. Mm -hmm. so, so we you, got we got mm -hmm. know yourself. So know yourself. Mm -hmm. The second thing, um, uh, the second thing I would say is um, definitely um, know what you're getting into. Okay. okay. So meaning, you got to understand your client, mm -hmm. understand what they want. Um, you got to know. If your client's going to be the one that, if you feel like, look, this person's probably going to be the one that's going to be blowing my phone up as soon, the next day, as soon as the video's over, hey, when's it going to be done? Or they're going to be like, you know, just hounding you all the time. Uh, definitely know who you're working with because, or try to at least try to get some insight on that as much as possible. Reed just said, include that in your post-production price. Exactly. <laughs> pretty much. Right. Because then that way it's going to save you again from a lot of stress. Yes. I, I suffered from a lot of stress being, um, getting into filmmaking and, um, doing this creative life. Um, I've lost, I've gotten really unhealthy um, over time um, just because I was overworking myself for a long time. Okay. Like I'm a skinny guy now. I never used to, I used to be really lean in shape, like really good shape. Um, this year is one of, is a big thing. I'm, I'm promising myself I'm going to get back really healthy again, but. It becomes stressful. Yeah. We got into this whole thing on the yeah. podcast where Jay did a transition. I mm -hmm. did a transition, even though we are considered skinny guys. Right. We start seeing more of like a, like a, like a gut. And exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah, I was man. Never considered skinny guys. Exactly. Right. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, you know, when I, yeah, like, it, it, no, it, 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 it takes unhealthy. a toll. On you. It takes a uh, big toll on you. Yeah, yeah, it took a big toll on me anyway. It, it messed with my emotions. I was depressed for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I hated again uh, earlier. I mentioned why I didn't like posting myself. I didn't really like posting myself because I'm like, ah, this is not uh, how I how I normally look. I don't how like you want to be represented. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't I don't go to events. Another reason there's a lot of times where Des is telling me, oh, Ron, we got to go to an event. I'm like, I hate how I look. I don't mm -hmm. like how I fit my clothes. I don't want to be seen by people, so I hide behind my phone. I, I try to do real stuff. Yeah, I try to do artist, yeah. yeah, I try to do my business behind the phone and I try my best to give out good work where I don't really need to go out and network. It's like, hey, if you see my work somewhere and you want to contact me, you know, this is where you find me. Um or I try which to is Yeah, which which is crippling yeah, because guess what? I can probably be be really much more bigger or much more further along had I've gone out over the years, went to events and did a lot of face to face things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um there's a lot of networking events I turned down that I got personally invited to. For example, uh, recently, uh, Paloma Ford actually invited me to Fashion Week to come shoot her. And I was just mm. like, I'm looking scruffy. Um, you know, I probably got some dirty clothes I didn't really wash and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've been working all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I can't yeah. really make that, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm behind on some edits. Yet it is Paloma Ford, you know, and maybe 
even though it most likely would have been free because it wasn't really it was really hit up uh they hit me up on a buddy buddy type of situation so i kind of pinpoint those are usually like hey can you just do this for the exposure would you consider Which, that like a third key where self-care so you're ready for networking mm -hmm. is yeah very important. so third key for sure definitely okay. we can throw that up there third key for sure self-care take care of yourself it's not worth it so if anyone's listening to this it's not worth it at all honestly mm -hmm. because uh now I, my energy is always like, you know, fuck you, pay me, you know, and then now it's always like, you're not worth my time and or, or I just look at every project as not every project, but I start to question projects now. I'm just like, all right, is this really worth me putting in 150% even though the client's paying, even though I know for a fact I can probably make this something way better than what it really is for the budget. Do I really want to put the extra time in? Because now I feel like I'm cheated. I, I just have this thing where I feel like everybody owes me time. So now it's mm. like, I don't want to put in unnecessary time. Time is if luxury. I, yeah, mm. if I don't have to, because now I look at time as a super luxury now. So Absolutely. now I'm just like, oh man, I can really like crack this video out and just make it some crazy shit if I really wanted to. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be at the expense of my time. And do I really want to do that? No. Yeah. So then mm -hmm. so then I don't do it. You know what I mean? Do you, um, do you find yourself yeah. like um, upping your prices or something like that? Because I've caught myself doing that. Like if there's a project that mm -hmm. I don't really want to dedicate my time to mm -hmm. at least you make it out you, of reach you know pay that, for it yeah you know I, mean? I i've recently started doing that so mm -hmm. within the last couple months actually so a lot of things i also i don't take my own advice on i would say but um i recently started doing that like like look you got to pay extra for this like i know i can do it i know yeah. for a fact i can do it mm -hmm. like if i was shooting with des and not to, i'm playing favorites here a little bit I can do it. You know what I mean? That's no worth it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, 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 I owe it to him. So I would say, like, know, on a transparency yeah. aspect, yeah. we also saw recently uh, you received, congratulations, a budget of something like $15,000 for a oh, music yeah. video. Yeah. But it, do you feel like something even then, uh, I mean, you don't even really have to speak on it maybe for pro professional purposes, but do you feel like it's worth it? Um, all right. So the good thing about those situations, um, and this is basically what he's talking about is like, um, uh, those come from labels. Those are like the, though, that's where I would, I want to be consistently. So, you know, I don't want anyone to get it twisted to think I'm some big Hollywood hotshot. I'm simply just good and knowledgeable at what I do. And I understand, I understand things and what value, I do. Yeah. Uh, but people value me for that, I think, but not for the level I'm, I'm not at a level where it's like, you know, I'm running a business with employees and, um, I, you know, I'm not there yet. That's where I want to be. You're still rocking I, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. still, you know, um, working hard like anybody else. I still consider myself just starting out still mm -hmm. to this day, you know. Um, yeah, but I think when I get those situations, it is a lot easier because they come with the expectation. They even tell me. I remember when I got my first $10,000 budget, I was writing some crazy concept. Mm -hmm. And they're like, ah, oh, this is going to be too much. And to me, I'm like, well, I know I can pull this off for $10,000. But they understand the amount of work that's going to go into it. Mm -hmm. Yes, they probably know. Look, Reed, we probably know you could do it. You know, but Ladies do you? For comfort. Yeah, they, they it's comfort. comfort. That's literally you know you're right. I mean? You're right. That extra yeah. money yeah. is for comfort. That's you know really what I mean? Really a lot, and that's the thing. Like I'll say, that's my first key. Mm -hmm. Okay. Be comfortable being uncomfortable uh, because like that, yeah. a lot of the shit, yeah, a lot of the shit mm -hmm. that me and Ron did, uncomfortable dog. Shit. Like I've I've scaled mountains. Like yeah, I've scaled I mean, mountains to get shot. I've weather, I've yeah. worked in negative and. Not negative twenty. That's OD. <laughs> Probably I, felt I, like negative twenty. I, I've, 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 I couldn't feel my fingers. I couldn't push the. Yeah, I've worked in like wow. extreme cold. A lot of times with me and Ron shoot is sometimes either extremely hot or extremely cold. Um, 
I it's also uh, some situation we I would never put a client in. Yeah, and I think that's why clients don't ever get those moments with me because and they never I'll, understand our yeah, relationship. We're yeah, willing to do willing that. To do mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? A lot of people aren't willing They're to do that with do each that. other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Beyond that, um, I think another another key I would say is um, don't be your be yourself, not your city. Mm. Um, oh, I like that. Because perfect for like, crazy artists. <laughs> yeah, because like you know nowadays like. One, and he, he explained this to me, it's like, this phone, these social platforms make it like the world, like Copenhagen is right around the corner for yeah. me. Like, you know Absolutely. what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you can you can visit these places just by knowing someone or following someone that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of represents that. Like, We're all like one step closer. Yeah, if, yeah. I, was, if mm-hmm. I was really, I'm Nork, and I tell, you, I tell anybody that I'm Nork because the struggles and things I've been through are the same Nork story that somebody who has, has probably a block boy has gone through, maybe in a different capacity, mm-hmm. but like it's it's similar things, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I've I've been homeless before, I've been in these spaces, uh, I've been you know um, overlooked because I'm not like riding or wave riding and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's just be yourself. It's a just challenge. be yourself, you know what I mean? Because at some point it's gonna work out. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like yo, you know. If you go with the trend, a lot of people are following trends. Yeah. Like, it's you know Insta I mean? everything. Yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me add to that. Um, so mm-hmm. I guess this would be my fifth key. Take your time. Like, yo, Word. your time is your time. Word. The reason why I say that is because um, for me, um, uh, I, I had a problem. I always felt like I was always, I had ideas that was ahead of the game mm. and I didn't do it on time or I had ideas and I didn't turn them in on time, oh, or I did, too early. I did them too early, mm-hmm. or um, you know, I was trying. I'm trying to rush things to, you know. And now it's like now I take my time with everything. Now I'm just like whatever. Like I'm gonna get there when I That's get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just it, to me it's not worth it because now I feel like before uh, this might go into the. You said there were some five negative things, right? Yeah, I said like five, after five five keys, but like a couple pet peeves of, Mm -hmm. you know, things you've gone through that really like other artists probably feel. Yeah, this is going to get into that then. Um, But let me finish my keys. keys. (laughs) So I said, be comfortable being in discomfort. Um, Very, you know, be yourself, not your city. Um, One of my lines I said was, uh, gave you the muse. From a, uh, I said, gave you the muse from my iPhone six with the screen lifting up, just so you know how the king give it up. Mm. I like me and Ryan built muse, and I had a cracked iPhone six S. The screen was literally lifting off, <laughs> and I would make content from that, mm. and that was a lot of the content that went on the Muse Forever page, or like mm. brought people in, or like before the Gigi High did. Yeah, thing. before yeah, 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 the Gigi yeah. High did thing. You know that what led I mean? To that. It led mm. to and, and it helped. It helped us get in those spaces, and it was. Or and even the CR Fashion Magazine yeah. Japan that we let's did. let's say mm. let's say that like I'm not gonna say Gigi Hadi because she was a part of a, a grand more scheme of thing. Yeah. That was for UNICEF. Mm. You know what I mean? That was a UNICEF campaign with yeah. CR Fashion Book. Mm-hmm. Um and she was on the cover, Halima Aiden was there. Uh, I bumped into Halima Aiden during Fashion Weekend. She is like as gorgeous. She's fire. As fire. She is on her she Instagram. Is. The yeah. crazy thing about that is like and I like the one of the things I like to get into because I'm not as cerebral as Reed. Okay. I'm a little bit more fiery. Like I, I can get a little bit emotional about things. You like, need you that balance. I mean? though. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, um, I would say that that day was very hard for me and Reed because we were on set for 
since maybe eight o'clock in the morning. Did you feel the pressures because of the name, or did you still feel nah, in charge? Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't even that. I mm. feel like we were getting like kind of boxed out because we uh. were we weren't the go to um, you know cinematographers that the that the photographers that were working for them. So same wanted. complexity of mm. you get to shoot for Vogue, but you have to shoot as Vogue. Yeah, you can't shoot as they just the they brand. just wanted Vogue their guys. That. Like I'll, I'll give them the benefit of they just wanted their guys. Gotcha. Like mm-hmm. and we were we were Real literally guys. picked the day before to kind of handle this situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were like you know giving us some of the B the B outfits and everything. We literally had. 15 minutes while the sun was literally falling to shoot oh, our video. Oh and I remember oh, man, Rila Fukushima yeah. really yeah. saying, really Fukushima for people who don't know, she, um, I think she was in, she was in an X-Men movie. And we like, literally, it was like, okay, you guys can shoot. You guys have time now. So you guys and like kind of the second, like yeah, uh, so, so the, the last, yeah. like the last, but they were literally like, Walking through our set, they yeah, were like walking in the shots. They and double stuff. dipped, and then yeah. they said you could take a bite. Yeah, what happened was this. What happened was this. Pretty much was like there was a whole photo shoot. It was for the cover. It was for the the, the launch the of CR Fashion Book, Japan. Okay, mm-hmm. and and but and I also want to say you know shout out to them because they did hire us twice. They did pay yeah. us. They're great. You know, Amazing. but yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess the energy on set was just the understanding going in was that this was going to be a collaborative thing. It was going to be a photo shoot, and it was going to be this big fashion film that we're going to do. Right. So. Um, the time was allocated really all just to the photographer and at the time just to doing that and for us we just pretty much got the last 15 minutes of an eight-hour day wow. and the peanuts um, and it was just like okay well um, yeah we're out of time and we're gonna break down and you know they're makeup in here down, has to go they're walking they're, sea stands yeah, through our shots yeah, so, it sounds like a rap showcase when they're like oh you can oh, go on yeah. and nobody's left exactly. yeah. that's, literally, you know, that's literally what yet. it was yeah wow. that's literally what it was so we got we had all the outfits yeah we had all the like right. the outfits they were taking yeah. outfits from us and yeah. like no we they can't you we're not shooting that right. they shoot that right. and it's just like I, I'm not gonna say it like in a like in a bad way. I just yeah. thought they were And maybe like, we didn't know. Maybe that was their plan. We don't know, but yeah. that but it was just kinda like, all right, well, we just waited all day for eight hours and now So we, I would say that's definitely a pet peeve where it's like yeah. you have this energy and you yeah. have this vision to shoot it mm-hmm. and you get crumbs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just Stay like focused. 15, that would be the next it was like Stay focused, focused no matter what, because we could have both been like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fish. forget it. Like you know, because yeah, there's yeah, many yeah. times when he's like, yo, we should just leave, and I'm just like, nah, man, like we could have associated with different things. We could have like but we just stayed focused. And and the crazy part is we stayed. We made we made this crazy dope video. Sorry, yeah, we stayed. <laughs> uh, we made this crazy dope video in only 15 minutes. Literally, mm-hmm. we walked in. Uh, Des is like, run. I'm grabbing this TV, put it right here. I'm like, yo, this great. I'm effects, setting up the lights. Yeah. Like, we this just did the, our thing. We yo, did our thing. I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I've never seen, until me and him did it, I've never seen anybody use a glitching static TV, like an old fat booty TV, yeah. uh-huh. until me and him did it like I'm not gonna say he it. said fat oh, booty yeah. TV. You know, you know, you know, fix the picture right like, there. And, and I'm just like, yo, I've never seen nobody do that. We see one just randomly sitting there, mm-hmm. pick it up, throw it on there, yeah. clean it out. I clean out the room and just have Rila Fukushima do it. And I'm when setting me, up lights this whole time. I'm setting when up my me camera. and Rila yeah, were yeah. done, I'm like, yo, that's set, I'm like, that's set up the set. I'm setting up the camera. I'm just gonna come in and we just, I'm just gonna make something work. Yeah, so yeah. as he's setting up the set, coming up with the idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my camera set up. I'm like, all right, I'm back. 
There's a TV in the middle of there's a TV in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, okay, cool. Hey, uh, really, just stand on top of the TV. <laughs> I start shooting her. The, the TV's glitching and staticky. The lighting is like dark and gritty. And this is a, a, a known abandoned haunted house, by the way. Wow. So so yeah. it, so the setting looked the really, hole is crazy. It looked yeah. crazy. So I'm I'm just like we we just made it work in 15 minutes. Wow. We did that. She stopped us at the yeah. end and was like, you know, I've been on Hollywood sets. I've worked with. It. Big director. She yeah. said, "You guys did that in 15 minutes. You're, the, mm-hmm. you're one of the most creative duos I've worked mm-hmm. with." That mm-hmm. that from her validated. I gave. I don't the know eight about hours me, but waiting, it, gave, yeah. it gave me so much because, like, we were literally sitting there for hours, just yeah. kind of waiting and watching. And you know, of course, you get down on yourself. So I would just mm-hmm. say to lead, like, to kind of segue back, yeah. Yeah. to segue back. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. You know what you came there for. Right. You know what I mean? I always said like that to, with models, you want to say that? No, I was going to say that that speaks to your talent and your creative, um, I guess, collaboration between you guys. Because right. like, like I've always mentioned uh, in our conversations that you guys remind us legit. Everything that you guys are saying, right. we've also been through. And it's like, it's good to see, not good, but it's great to see that we can, you know, connect on that level. Um, because if you have 15 minutes to shoot, you've been there all day. You're right. super frustrated. So you guys balance you're each other fatigued. out. Yeah, you're because balancing each other out. you've been building that adrenaline all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yeah. So, yeah. We could have just showed up at the, in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Right, right. the same thing. Because yeah. people, people always say, like, what I felt like the best way to express it, people always say, what is that magic between you and the model that nobody else could really encapsulate and capture? And I say, it's, it's the same basis as when you're a, a young kid, when you both believe in the... Uh, pretend aspect when we're both believing in what we're pretending to be that's the magic and a lot of people both can't get into that zone that connection that chemistry is very rare so I feel like you guys are expressing that yeah and and a lot of artists a lot of artists try to fake sell themselves to get that from me like there are there are some artists out there that I also have that connection with like my I have my boy and me Mason yeah yeah like our boy from uh, he was Damn, he's super dope too. Yeah, he's a he's an Egyptian artist. He's a rapper, but he's a super dope dude. Like, um, super super nice. Like, um, and I met him through a regular business, like you know, thing. Hey, you know, he's gonna be a client. Pay me to do, yeah, pay me to pay me to do music videos and stuff. And his energy, like, sometimes people try too hard. They they you know they try to find a director or or photographer and try to get them to work for free. Um, I want to tell people working for free is not the ever the problem because photographers do it, filmmakers mm-hmm. do it. We we do our own test shoots to build our portfolio. We yeah, don't yeah, mind yeah. doing mm-hmm. it. But when you make us feel like we're getting cheated is when it's like we don't want to do. It. When we when yeah. we have to question like, okay, am I being Very taken important. advantage of? Right. That's when we don't want to do it. And with Mason, because um, I know I said earlier, Des was the only artist I ever you know gave free work to. My boy Mason, like when I met him, we just hit it off to the point where I'm like, man, like let's just work and shoot. Like yeah, I don't yeah. care. Like yo, let's mm-hmm. forget the money. Like we we had unsaid, we had conversations where it was just like, look, man, like if you make it, I make it. Where mm-hmm. it it just organically mm-hmm. happened that way. Yeah, yeah. And and I th- I feel like artists or managers would try to always just sell themselves too hard. Where it's just like, listen, you want to do free work? It's not that serious. Like you know, I, I don't even know you. Yeah, yeah, I can I can tell. Right, I can mm-hmm. tell you don't want to pay. I can tell you really don't care about me or my being. But my boy Mason, this is a guy who's you know he he he, he, t- he took care of people. Like yo, you want food? Like yo, you want me to get you anything? Um, look, I know this person. I can link you with this situation. He's he's made me money indirectly. You know, hey, I have I I know a lot 
lot of people in fashion. I can get you in fashion week. Mm. I can invite you to this mm. event. Right. My boy does this. We always talk yada, about that. Yada, yada, yada. So, and I never asked for any of this stuff. I never asked for any of this stuff. The same way I feel like how we met is the same way kind of amazing and i kind of connected like you know what i mean and it's through of course you know reading his situation but like when i met amazing um amazing gave me this super indirect motivation and i don't think i ever told him Mm. i was um he was living in williamsburg i think Mm -hmm. and i remember he was on the uh you could look at that camera and tell him right now (laughs) (laughs) bro he got in he was in his crib you know what i mean he just like came in this was the most simplest thing i ever saw in my life he was like yo des you want sparkling or you want still. Mm. And for me, coming from Newark, I'm <laughs> like, bro, it. it's one water. You're getting, <laughs> yeah. you're getting Polish spring. You know if what? that. That's, like, Europe, that's European status. When I went like, to Europe, they always ask you that. I'm like, what the hell like, still? What the hell is sparkling? And so he's like, yo, we're in the house and everything. And now he's just talking to me. We're going, we listen to music. We go on his rooftop, which was like a shared rooftop with like the entire building and everything. Mm. And we went to like the highest point. Now we're looking over like, the, we see the Brooklyn Bridge and everything like that. And he was just talking to me about things like, and I remember he was like, um, yeah, you should move out here, Des. I was like, <laughs> I was like, how much is this? <laughs> he was like, 8,000 a month. I was like, bro, come on. <laughs> like, but that motivation was like, I didn't kind of look at it from the way he said it. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. saying like move now, but mm-hmm. don't think it's out of your reach. You right. know what I mean? That because literally loops you could back get to, to that point. Yeah, yeah. This, that loops back to the abundance. Exactly. Make sure that your mind, your mindset's That's a key. worth that. Mm-hmm. It's a key. And 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 when he said that, you know what I mean? It, it made me look at different things differently. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Amazing. You know what I mean? Y'all should definitely follow him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess that I guess you guys introduced the gallery artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, amazing. Amazing was a guy that I felt like was like me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And he was from like, like Florida or something like that. Like you know what I mean? He's a Florida man. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, dude, Florida man. (laughs) I I met somebody that felt like I had that same connection with that. I didn't have that type of connection with with guys in North. Like you know what I'm saying? So you know, shout out to him for real. We're gonna um. Unfortunately, man, I wish like we guys can keep you like for like fifteen thousand days, like. Mm-hmm. But um, let's let's wrap up with some essential gear that you guys both use to make everything that you do happen. iPhone six S with the screen crack with the screen up. crack. Yeah, man. Um, uh, I, I composition. That, to cut, not to cut you off, but I I try to challenge myself sometimes. Like if you look into my Instagram, I challenge myself with my little iPhone challenges where I try yeah. to take whatever I have or whatever it is, I'll take a picture with the iPhone and just edit it on my phone and right. see how dope I can get that particular how, how photo far you video. Take yeah. it. Like, you know, so I can relate on that aspect. Composition. I think that's one of my one of my biggest things. Who your hand, man? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think composition. He's ready to be like red cinema. He's like red 5K <laughs> yeah. dragon. He'd be like Gemini just has the new sense. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's definitely composition. I see things a little bit different. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, it's just the way I like to capture shit. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I look at a lot of minimalist design and like mm-hmm. fashion and things like that. This is something that I would say that's one of my tools. Like okay. I always look for that type of stuff. I like I like home decor. So mm-hmm. even just looking at certain things that's like that's that cool. helps yeah. me to pick my outfit, pick the way I'm gonna shoot something, pick the way I'm gonna Color shoot my composition. That's and dope, I don't wanna the last thing before we leave, I don't wanna say I don't wanna keep leading with the like photography content creation because i am heart and soul a music, hip-hop yeah. music mm-hmm. artist yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah man i'm 
I'm, we, they see yeah. it. We get lost in that too. They people are it, like, right? oh, you guys only do photography. Yeah, or you like, guys only do yeah. music. It's funny so. that people will only see you how they see you. Yeah. yeah. They might mm-hmm. just see you as maybe the personality, Ronald Reed. They might just see you as the photographer. Right. You, you just can't. A gift and a curse. How, how much time yeah. we got? I got to say some things. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think Go the biggest well. thing I say uh-huh. is, yo, a lot of people should. <laughs> I'm not going to be cocky, but like, I'm from North New Jersey. I've had people tell me like, you're not from here. Like you're from Montclair, look at the way you dress. And it's like, mm-hmm. I was born and raised in some of the harshest hoods in that city. Yeah. Like I've had he the same- He beat somebody up with a gun one time. Dude. Like I've been in those spaces before <laughs> where uh-huh. like- How do you I've, scare someone with a gun and he's unarmed? Like, <laughs> I've been in those spaces. Like uh-huh. it's the way I've been brought up. Like I've. My father was in the military. Like, but don't you, know you love mean? to have the different levels where you could be yeah. at the but you like you say Laurent after party, but you can also like be at the Chicken Shack, yeah, in Irvington, like, exactly you know with a bubble with a with a yeah. bubble on and some forty belows, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. and you'll never like I like I literally the reason I call myself the glitch is because I'm always in Newark, I'm mm. always downtown, I'm always around. You just don't see me. Mm-hmm. That's how I move. I speak like a giant and I move like a ghost. Ooh. And like and at the end of the day. If you if you choose say that the, one more time, I speak like a giant. I, I move like, like a ghost. I hope you get paid when you're doing the most. That's that North Slick talk. You can't come up with yeah, that. All, all I'm uh-huh. gonna do is like, if you meet me, and you know me, you're gonna know. Oh, Des is hood. Like, mm-hmm. no matter which way I'm draped, which way I'm dressed, you're gonna say, Yo, Des. I I, I see that North side come mm-hmm. out of Des. Don't let that like, North side. You know what I mean? <laughs> and not even in like a aggressive way, but I I can see even in just genuine talk, you yeah. see the North side come out of me. I'm too American in Jersey for the French, right? And, and and, and then same thing for exactly like the Americans. It, like it makes I'm you too European. You know, it's, it's like, weird. do I gotta? Do I have album. to drink lean and like right. be out here with miles mm-hmm. in my black yeah, and yeah. miles in my in my videos for you to think I'm from North? Do mm-hmm. I have to say I was on a block? Nah, that's not that's not the path I choose. But the same guys that that are champion those same principles. Those the same things I was governed by. Those the same things I was brought up on. Like mm. my uncle was driving a Lexus, teaching me about all these things. Like I'm listening to Nas, I'm listening to DMX. But just because I like Kavinsky, I'm Kavinsky. <laughs> just because I like a little open space in my music, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? A little airiness. That don't mean nothing no about me because I do that while I'm eating a chicken, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, chicken cheese steak. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. just beef patty with cheese. Like it, it, you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like if you want to see that. You gotta dive into my music and you gotta mm-hmm. listen to those stories with an active mm-hmm. ear because I'm telling the same story as the dude that's telling the drug dealer story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But once again, better luck never is better out. luck never yeah. is out. SoundCloud, you have records on Apple Music, I have rec- mm-hmm. records on Spotify. I'm still dropping a lot of more music. Um, mm-hmm. Just make sure you like you have to listen with a, a, a active ear. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If if I'm not your bag, man, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. cool, but don't tell me I'm not from here, man, because I I I, it's blood and tears here, <laughs> man. Before jumping over to Reed, uh, how would you describe your sound and where people can follow you? Um, you can find me at, at uh, Desmond Grant um, on Instagram, which is D-Z-M-N-D-G-R-N-T. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's D-Z-M-N-D-G-R-N-T. Mm-hmm. Um, my sound is pain. Um, my sound is pain in the in in, in an open room, and mm. in, in an airy room. It's open for interpretation. The reason I write the way I write is because pain on reverb. It's mm-hmm. yeah, pain on reverb. It's like not. That. It's not. It's not. I don't want to tell you a specific story because mm-hmm. I want. I know that 
stories have subcategories to them. Situations have subcategories to them that make them unique. Mm-hmm. And I try to put those those aspects in the music. Like the last record I um I, I released was called um was called Ranji, which is on SoundCloud, which is like not a typical breakup song. It's not a breakup song. Mm-hmm. It's a song where if you listen to it, it's a man speaking on a relationship. Mm-hmm. But also admitting fault, saying that these mm. two people were toxic for each other. Look at that. You shit. know what I'm saying? Like, like you know. And if that didn't it's like Venice on all day, yeah, <laughs> that didn't hook you in. You know yeah, like you know, what I mean, it's way too, like one of the lines is, is um, you know, um, the rope is burning legions in my skin. It's burning my flesh. Like that, that would require you to understand that I'm holding it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm responsible for painted, it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like. A person who's not going to be responsible for certain things mm. is going to let that go. Mm. I have nothing to do with this. Somebody is saying it's burning my flesh. It means I'm holding You're on. Holding on so it. you got to look at you got to look at things from a perspective. With me, it's like there's more to a story. Mm. It's always going to be more to a story. Burning lies of heaven is about God. Yeah. It's about God. It's about my journey with God. Mm-hmm. It's saying like no matter what the what what pain I'm going through, what, what I think makes me is going to burn off me as I'm like climbing this this ladder towards my success mm. because it's making a new version of me mm. you know what i mean um mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it's just yeah you just that, gotta that, deep that imagery gotta... gives it replay replay value yeah. i think because you'll miss something the first time you'll go back to it and you hear something different right. this time around you can interpret it differently every time you listen to it right you know so. ewr i made a song with i i can't believe i didn't speak about <laughs> ewr <laughs> first of all there, before we, we before, hours. <laughs> before we go I have to tell you, Rich, before I even give you your praises, because he's not saying nothing, this guy will play EWR. Oh, we, we've seen every, it in like, the Instagram repeat, videos. bro. Like, that's his shit, you bro. Like, that's his shit. We still haven't shot it because we still haven't felt like we've got the proper concept to, like, mm-hmm. really do it justice. EWR, if you don't know, is the name of North Airport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think which, it's so cool just how, like, mm-hmm. again, there's so many subcategory levels to... Well, I appreciate you use that North, title. Rich. That's what I'm saying. I ain't from North, though. I'm from Paris, <laughs> New York. And EWR is that connect. Yeah, yeah. like so it's yeah. like you think about wow, that, like, like it's the like and like I I do these things for a reason. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like the biggest thing is I want to thank you for that record because I remember that moment we were shooting Haas's video out in Jersey City mm-hmm. and you were just playing beats and that beat was literally called instrumental. He played it on. I was like, "Yo, what the hell is that?" Mm-hmm. And, I made, and I made it in France, mm-hmm. which was cool. Like See? I made it mm-hmm. a beat made in France. Mm-hmm. What you said you were listening to falling up. This is yes. how. See. Mm-hmm. And it's like you see how things come full and circle. You, you called the EWR, which is the ground right here between you guys. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. it's just like one of those things is like he him him offering <laughs> that him yeah. offering that 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 soundscape for me. One, I was experimenting trying to actually use mm-hmm. vocals and singing. Mm-hmm. So that was like one of the I actually first used records. my I sampled my boy uh, Carmen's voice. Yo, Carmen. Bruh. I sampled that, his oh, voice. Yeah, that's uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's my shit. So we go wind up playing this record. after yeah, we leave, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Uh-huh. But that's the biggest thing. Uh-huh. Like that was the first experiment when I, I tried to use vocals and I tried to sing and everything, and it opened me up to a whole new sense of my artistry. It opened me up to it, that sound was like how I take pictures. That sound is like how I dress. Mm-hmm. That's like that sound encompassed everything who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 
and even in a sense, Newark, New Jersey. You know what I mean? So I'm always gonna I'm gonna say this because I want to say here. Retail elegance many times. You brought elegance to Newark, New Jersey. Exactly. So I I just want people to understand that like, it's a new age. There's a new creative energy coming. I'm coming to spearhead that. You know what I mean? I'm not here to tell you drug stories. Mm-hmm. I never sold a drug. I never bust a slug. I never did none of that. Mm-hmm. I ain't mean to rhyme. I'm just saying. No, I never did, I never did back, none of that. Back. But I was in those hoods sure. with those same guys. Yeah. And those guys showed me respect because of what I did. Mm-hmm. Because of the women. Like, on a, on a cocky note, I brought women down to those hoods. And they were like, Des, how you getting them women? Mm-hmm. Like, some of the toughest hoods in, mm-hmm. in Newark. So it's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm content with who I am. I just want... Mm-hmm my city to catch up with me mm-hmm. because I'm spearheading it. They gentrifying, there's new mm-hmm. buildings. Y'all need somebody like me. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Y'all need somebody okay. like me that's that's gonna encompass everything and give y'all something to be proud of. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm the future of Newark. I don't yeah. care. I, I love club music. I love that that trap shit. I love that hard gangster shit, but I'm the future. I'm that bridge between all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The culture between all that. And y'all need a representative like me. So that's when you want to ask Amen. Thing, Amen. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how Damn. much time do we have? How much? You can go, go, man. Go. Sure? All we'll right. figure it out. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, in case you guys need to make a break in this part, a little moment of silence. Okay. I just want to talk about. Uh, so again, my five. What was my five? I'm gonna just like say it real quick. Uh, there was uh, five uh, keys and five pe- uh, peas, and then there's <laughs> some equipment. <laughs> okay, so tell the world what you feel you need to tell. Look, yeah. uh, the biggest thing, honestly, that I just need to tell people is um, understand perception on social media. That's one thing that me and him had to learn, mm. and I learned that. Uh, I'm glad Ooh. that I shoot women because I learned that a lot. Perception, because mm. uh, here's the cool thing: when you shoot beautiful Instagram models, when you just shoot beautiful women, period. And you're like, wow, this girl's out of my league. I never thought I would be in a room with a woman like this. Or, you know, uh, people, yeah, some of these girls have, they, no offense to them, but I'm just, again, I mean, this is real. Some of them have nothing. Mm-hmm. They have nothing in youth, and you're sitting here thinking, whether you're just a guy who. Not just the girls, though. Yeah, Don't make it just yeah, the yeah not just the girls, right. Yeah, it's not just the girls, but other people too. But, um, uh, but just some people have nothing and you look at them on social media and you think wow like how can i get to that level and they have nothing and it's just a perception is the product that they sell mm. and and that's why i make it a mission too i always tell people my situations i try to be transparent i try to be real i tell people like look i'm getting jaded in this situation i post on social media or uh, i lost money in a situation i post it i'm i don't want i mean some people think like i'm this guy who has all this money and i have a red and have all this shit i, I worked really hard for that. people mm-hmm. don't even know I've, I've worked I've worked a nine-to-five job and did my um, I count my business as my filmmaking photography as passive income sometimes mm-hmm. and I've stopped paying my rent for three months just to buy my red mm-hmm. you know a lot of people, people don't know don't, that no, people don't, don't see that, that. They, they, exactly that. and and Thank I, you I for have saying yeah that, and man. I have no shame of telling people that shit because at the end of the day I don't care if you have a red if you have an Ari Alexa I'm gonna do some shit with my camera that you're probably not gonna do and vice mm-hmm. versa your camera's not yeah. used either and my camera's not used I brought it yeah. brand new all cash all cash didn't pay it off none of that Big shit flex. um and and again I have yeah. I have I have no problem uh, telling people that truth because um, I'm victim of someone who um, 
who fell for the perception early on on Instagram where I thought it was cool or I had to be this creative who didn't have a job and this is all I do 24-7. This is my life. I shoot women. I travel the world. I don't work over 9 to 5. I mm-hmm. just make money and create. But who's really paying me? Because mm-hmm. these Instagram girls aren't paying you. I say or, it all the time. You know like I mean? when, when you're waiting on the invoice to come in so you can pay your rent or just yeah. fucking eat. Exactly. People don't right. realize that's just going on. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Emphasis. Right. It needs emphasis. Just to get food in your stomach, just to be able to go and make more money somewhere yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's and, one and, of those and, and that's and that's true, and that's what I'm saying. No one ever wants to talk about that. No one, ever, no Instagram girl or a big photographer is gonna shine light on those situations because the perception is not. That's not a cool perception mm-hmm. to have. If that truth was out. A lot of photography probably wouldn't be as popular as it is. Being an Instagram model probably wouldn't be as cool as it is. It's the romanticism that they build without the... It's like a relationship. It's like most of the time we're seeing the highlight reels yep. mm-hmm. and we're not yeah. seeing yeah. I was yeah. gonna say Steve Harvey dropped a gem when he was with Gary Vee where he was like yeah you'll post your BMW but you won't show that you're three months behind on your payments exactly <laughs> exactly that's like that's so accurate even on top of that furthermore like you know at the same time too personally I enjoy or I I, I think there's also beauty um, I think what people don't understand or what um, I used to fear you know, okay, you know, not having money and stuff like that. And I'm just traveling everywhere. And why would I want to live a life like that? But I've tasted it. I also see the beauty in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I say that is because I think there's a freedom to being broke. I've been broke before, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not here to sugar. I've been broke. I've also made Des can tell. I've also made a lot of truth in what you're about to say. Mm -hmm. I've also made a lot of money. Like Des can tell you my, my recent apartment, two bedroom, two bathroom luxury. I have a gym, a nice place, you know, Mm -hmm. recently moved out because now I want to buy a house. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, you know, I've made a lot of money, but I've also, you know, not had money Mm -hmm. and, and um, there's a beauty in like being broke and being free and not having to worry about like, you know, I am broke. And so what, this is all I have and I'm just going to go and wherever the wind or the world takes me, the universe takes me, that's where I'm going to go. And I think that's the beauty of minimalism. Yeah. When you have less, you're, you're more easily able to travel Mm -hmm. versus everything within our society, the materialistic Mm -hmm. aspect. It's harder to travel when you have to bring your armoire, when yep. you have to bring your 20 pieces right. of clothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. And, and it's funny because I'm trying to get to that point where uh, I don't want to do it broke, obviously, but I want to get to a point where, you know, um, I'm comfortable enough to take a risk and say, you know what, I'm about to probably put myself in a financial hole mm-hmm. doing this, but I'm hoping that there's going to be a bigger thing on the end of that tunnel right, that I'm right. going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel like I'm going to really be fulfilled because I feel like creatively lately I haven't really been fulfilled because I haven't taken this game. Yeah, I need yeah. I need some type of hope, I need some type of drive or challenge or just some type of real freedom. Like that's why for example, you probably haven't seen me photograph models in a while. I haven't really been <sighs> active with that. Um because uh, to me I'm just like why? What's the point? For I always likes, say like you know? if you eat chocolate cake every day, yeah. the first couple of days you're like, "Fuck, this is German chocolate cake." Mm-hmm. The richness of the dark chocolate exactly. but then also it loses its flavor over it time does. if you keep yeah, eating yeah. it every day mm-hmm. yep. so even if you're living on this far scream of uh, creativity right. it's even like some weird shit where like you might watch porn and now you're running out of fucking genres that fucking turn them on exactly yeah. no you know no, no it's true like I've, I've i've been in a situation where i'm like man i just want to like i want to experience what it's like just 
crashing to sleep on someone's couch and just waking up and now I'm just creating what someone and we just made some dope shit and mm. now all of a sudden I'm at some fashion week event for no fucking reason just covering something and now I met wow, somebody man. like and he's yeah. he's lived that honestly I've like I've lived vicariously through Des a lot of times too you gotta go he's, back to the basics yeah. sometimes he's had situations sure. where he's just like on the go and I'm like damn man I wish I can do that but I got a daughter I got a family yeah. so I can't just really up and go but he's kind of like lived that way where he's like yo I'm just I'm just here and I'm like dude Damn, I want to do that. Like, you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Like, yeah, right. People really have to understand our relationship. Yeah. Me and me and Ron just don't create together. Like, me and Ron go back. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? We've we've had we've had Ron has looked me out before. Mm-hmm. Like, se- like severely looked me out. Like, I've lived with Ron before. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's gave me a place to stay when I was in 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 in, in a very like a rut mm-hmm. rut, bro. Like, so when people like that. We never did pet peeves. That's what I would say. That's one of my pet peeves. When people say, yo, how can you, why do you do this type of content with Dez, but not, mm-hmm. bro, that ain't, that's coming from our souls. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I've been with him in crazy situations. I've been with him with, in, in life-threatening situations. I've, I've So created, falling up is like a release of all that. Like, no, falling up was before that was Before that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, was the, that was the thing that made... It's when you first I would say what right? made us mm-hmm. connect was the plot of freestyle I did over Nipsey Hustle Forever on some fly shit. Mm-hmm. Where I brought, I brought Ron to my... Like, yeah. to Grafton Avenue Projects in mm-hmm. North New Jersey. Yeah. And he's down there. He's talking. All the hood girls are like, oh my God, why you talk like that? <laughs> like, like, I, like when Ron was, when yeah, Ron yeah. was living on... Uh, in, in Hooterville in Newark and we were on his, his street shooting the plot like that was a day Ron said yo we gonna do this together mm-hmm. like I'm gonna do your videos for you I don't know what he saw mm-hmm. but he saw it and from then on it was just that was a brotherhood like you know what I mean me and Such him a had fly a, dynamic exactly, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying me and him had a bond I, I didn't know we would be here mm-hmm. I didn't know all the stuff that happened was gonna happen. I just knew that I was being loyal to somebody that was being loyal to me. Right. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody Sounds familiar. Was yeah, I was gonna say that's, that's why I yeah. admire you guys. Simple shit. It's yeah. like it's simple. It's simple principles of a good human being that right. I saw in Ron. That gets you know lost. what I'm saying? Gets like so lost. we had a common goal. Yo, I want to get to this level. He understood. Mm-hmm. And we made it happen. Right. No matter what it was, no matter if we had to go climb the rock that 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 mountain at Patterson Falls, and you yeah. know what I mean, or catch a cold because you want to no take your shirt off to, in the rain. No matter if he had to, I had to teach him how to swim. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like you know what I mean. Real real stuff happened between dope, me and yeah. Ron that brings us to that point where we could create and just be like, yo, let's do this. Like let's do this together. So when that was always one of my pet peeves when artists would like like push me out. Or not want to collaborate with me because they were mad at my, me and his relationship. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. in a way where we create t- like together. And I, I'm I'm an open person. I try to reach out to people. I try to you know mm-hmm. make those connections. The sincerity. Like you know yeah. what I mean. In situations where I would even act as a manager sometimes, trying to sell like connections. You know I meet uh, managers and bigger artists and stuff like that as I do my thing, and I would try to sell him. I'm like, listen, this is an artist I work with X, Y, and Z. Sometimes all it would his work out. Count you know, is low. Yeah. All his engagement. Oh, they would just look at following yeah. and stuff like. Like that, like, but they would look past the dope <laughs> stuff that we've made. I'm like, that's listen, this out. is like, that's when Diddy comes this out. This is like, I'm shit. like, listen, look what we're making <laughs> with no budget. Imagine if you got, and these are our, these are managers, by the way. Another pet peeve I have, uh, this is to managers. 
find good artists who get it. I hate when I work with an artist or a manager or a team where they're funding an artist that doesn't get it. They're not, mm -hmm. they're not, um, they're not independently creative. They're not, or I don't look at them as real artists. They are, they're just someone who they probably have a talent. They would stop so if they, they were left behind. Right. right. The they plant. would stop. Right. They can't, they can't, you know, do, oh, they can't do that all the time. They can't do half the shit that does does. Mm -hmm. They can't do half of the shit and still be in this business and still be motivated and still want to make a record the next day. Mm -hmm. They can't do half that stuff. They can't they, Jay Z. So once they're on their own, no, they no, they, they they they're literally they're 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 in a stroller and they're being pushed down the street. And then there's the mother. There's saying, no real talent. Yeah, it's just yeah, like off of an image. It, yeah. It's just off of an image yeah, or maybe a little bit plan, of talent. Yeah. But mm -hmm. like they can't even like they don't really have they don't have any um what do you it's, it's, it's substance? They don't have any just inner substance, just inner like they don't have that shit, man. That mm -hmm. that artists that cravers have like I can we walk say in, in French je ne sais quoi like yeah that, whatever that, you can't put your finger on it but there's somebody has yeah, it. yeah it's yeah. like you're like yo you can put me in a room right now with any camera give me one light and one person i'm gonna make some dope shit yeah it's almost like you can't do that with a film student that goes to film school and learn i'm a film student yeah. and i got my degree in filmmaking like you can't you're so by the book that you can't come it, outside exactly of that to right. give you something mm -hmm. dope feeling wise exactly you know? right yeah. and 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 that's my thing. So I always have this thing. I'm like, listen, if you as a manager took your money and put it in towards an artist like this, who has dope, he's dope. He can dress, he can model. He has his own in-house director, filmmaker, mm -hmm. which means you don't have to pay for music videos. <laughs> if you're a smart, invest in what I'm trying to sell you so you can save yourself money and then make a come up. A lot of managers, they don't, People mm -hmm. are just so closed-minded. So I used to always never, I just never got it. I'm like, listen, I'm not crazy. Des is dope. It's not like he's not dope. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Like, if I'm a manager and someone's selling me that, well, shit, I can invest in, in an artist, what? not pay for music videos, People and could get be the making same $2 million, but they'd rather make a we quick 2000 we Right, exactly. talking about that the other day, like, where it's like, they'd rather have the lump sum 15 minutes of fame and then move on to the next one rather than have a longevity. Legacy. Exactly. It's like, yeah. listen, like, like if I honestly, and I always say it, I'm like, look, if I had the money, if I had the money, I tell Des all the time, I'm like, listen, if I had the consistent money, just because again, I have personal life issues that I'm trying, I'm trying to buy a house, I'm trying to do a lot of shit. Mm. But if I had it, and we still kind of do this, I would say, look, we'll fund our own shit and just do our own thing because we have the content. Mm -hmm. I always tell Des, and now he's, we're, he's starting to get into this group. I'm like, look, all you got to do is make the consistent music. I can make the consistent visuals and we can crack this whole shit because we don't really need anybody. Word. Like, we AKA can really we do should this. all buy a ranch and right. like make movies out and of it. Yeah, just make, and just do our, just make, yeah, just, let's just do our own thing because I'm like, literally, that's all these managers are doing. They're paying me to do videos that go nowhere. Like, once we find a publishing or somewhere. 15,000. Yeah. Like, yeah. right. Like, they're not really doing anything. So I'm like, why not just do our own thing, make our own lane? Uh, the only problem that we always have was consistency. Like I said, since day one, that's always been our problem. Is consistency, whether it be life things, life issues, money, or whatever the case may be. Mm. We've always had a consistency problem. The moment I can guarantee everybody this and mark this day, if it ever happens, if mean when does it happens, when it happens, it happens. Mm -hmm. The moment we find that consistency and we can really do this, I'm mm -hmm. telling you, it's going to be like such a storm because the ideas that we have together are so insane. Seven Grammys. Like, Seven it's, Grammys. It's, so, it's so insane. Best new artist. I'm going to say it now. I'm going to claim it. Best new artist Grammy. I'm going to claim mm. Best MTV rap album, award? best rap oh, album, Grammy, I'm going to claim MTV. February 13th. Word, February 13th. I'm going to claim best new music video. Mm -hmm. What? Not best new music video. Um, video of the year. I'm going to mm -hmm. claim that. I'm going to claim these things because I really feel like, and I'm going to claim it for all of us. Abundance. Like, yeah, yeah, I man. feel like we can do it. I feel like Benetton. Oh, Benetton. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Why always? I was about to say, I always say Benaten first. A lot of people say Benaten. It's the worst. Like, and They're like, is, uh, coming to the stage, uh, Benaten. Rich is always like, dead. Having the other night. Benetton. Is, ben, is Benaten right? Right? You're like, yeah, just. Benaten, like, my guys, I, I, we claiming this, every, we claiming everything. You 100%. know what I mean? And usually that's always, that's one of those things where, um, um, it's thrown around like those things, like like the like title, like love and, and and oh, this guy's a king. This guy, you know what I mean? Those things that I'm not throwing this around. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's coming. You know what I mean? I, I'm yeah. I feel like something's coming for all of us, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna be praying on it, working towards it. That's it, man. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to talk about one one more thing too. By the way, another <laughs> thing I got to get off my chest. I'm sorry for this long ass show. No, no you're good. I you're was good. gonna say, cut, edit this, maybe edit some parts uh-huh. in or out, whatever. No, I think the world's just gonna yeah. get it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, just I, get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, another thing I want to talk about. Um, uh, I know we talk about the Me Too movement, but we need to talk about that shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it's important for content creators who are new. Um, I'm big on supporting new shooters and more people getting into this uh, career because I think it's beautiful. I think it's dope. I think it's fun. Um, I think it needs to be respected and understood. And I think it needs to be taken more seriously on an independent level. Obviously, once you get to the top, Mm -hmm. that's the top. But on an independent level, we need some... Stay, it needs, it's not stable and we need some something we need it to be stable mm. so that more people do it and make you know inspire others i love being inspired to my by other people mm-hmm. um uh when it comes to this whole me too movement thing i want to touch on the topic of uh, a model a male and female relationships or working with somebody else of the opposite sex in a professional environment period really but mainly in photography and filmmaking out there for people yeah. who are about it exactly mm-hmm. That's a good point. A lot of people are ruining that for a lot of people who are about it. But also at the same time, a lot of people don't understand and they forget that we are all human. Um, I don't don't agree before I go off on a rant. I don't agree with a woman being sexually harassed or, you know, sexually assaulted. Um, I don't condone it. I have my I have a daughter. I don't agree with that. I think it's horrible. I think it's bad. I think people like that should probably burn in hell and, you know, get life in jail, whatever. I don't I don't I don't support it. Mm -hmm. But. Um, I also, at the same time, understand that we all are human. Hear me out, okay? Um, I, I, for some reason, number one, models have this, well, most models that I've spoken to about the topic or that comment on these topics when these problems arise, for some reason, uh, are we cutting? Are we, we, no, we going on a pause? Sure we're still oh, okay, okay. This won't cut a long time ago. For us. Mm-hmm. Mm having a little bit of technical difficulties where we need to go back to. Mm-hmm. This one's that one's still going. Just to quick fix that, all you got to do is just um, just record yourselves, keep the camera there, just record yourselves and we're gone, asking the same questions or whatever, probably based off of that. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to probably use, cut that mm-hmm. footage out from the wide or on mm-hmm. us and mm-hmm. like just reshoot yourselves asking the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's full on the thing. Hmm. Should I keep going? Should yeah, I keep going? Yeah, yeah. All right, mm-hmm. this might Sorry be extra content. That. No, it's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technical difficulty. Anyway, so um, uh, most models that I've spoken to about the topic of like sexual harassment between a photographer and a model, um, it usually goes like this: Oh, he's a creep for doing that, or you know, um, you know, why why are photographers like this? I hate creepy photographers, and you know, um, it's so unprofessional. And the unprofessional part is what makes me mad. 
Um, the reason why I say that is because just because someone has a, a camera and this is not to justify someone doing something sexual that they shouldn't be doing in a professional environment, but in the topic of photography, just because a man has a camera does not make dehumanize him does not mean that he may not be attracted to you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you may not be attracted to him. It doesn't mean that, um, okay, I get that we're doing this photo shoot and it's professional that, you know, I might not find an attraction for you because even in a, profes a professional setting, mm -hmm. people still have work husbands or work wives or whatever the case may be oh, and wow. still yeah. and still mess around in a professional setting, mm -hmm. you know, if we're going to call it that. Um, and just because, again, someone has a camera doesn't mean that, you know what? I Yeah, I'm working with you. But yes, I actually find you really interesting as a person. And I, I actually... You know, I'm interested in a relationship beyond uh, us just working. Um, I, I, or maybe you guys are just friends or whatever, mm -hmm. or develop as friends, and maybe you know it grows from that. Um, I think people just need to understand. I'm not again justifying anything, but people just need to understand when you're talking to someone. And I think a lot, of, a lot of times this problem happens because of a miscommunication mm -hmm. or the way you're texting somebody. Mm -hmm. It could become all flirty to the guy, and maybe he might think, "Oh, well, she's being nice to me." Open or, space. Yeah, yeah open. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think um, what I think needs to happen is that. If you're a photographer, number one, and you think or you have a doubt in your mind that maybe this model might like me um, or I like her and I really am not interested in shooting her, mm. which some creepy photographers will use that as a way, a, a gateway to get close to the model. They'll use, hey, I want to shoot you. Really, I just want to creep on you. Um, or really, I just want to see you naked. Or really, I just want to be around you. Mm -hmm. They use that to get to the model. My best advice is to... Um, don't shoot don't shoot them period yeah. the reason why I say that is this I of course have been in plenty of situations where um, you know have I found myself attracted to a, a, a client or a model of course I'm human I'm a guy mm -hmm. um, of course I've been attracted um, uh, have uh, a model ha have they been attracted to me as a male with the camera um of course there's been models that send said plenty of inappropriate unprofessional things that i'm pretty sure my fiance can probably show you or talk days about <laughs> and des can tell you because she he's walked in on fights where i'm getting shit thrown at me and mm -hmm. just like oh i saw this girl say this or comment under your picture and i'm just like this is a real part of this being, this is yeah. really mm -hmm. this is some real shit yeah. you know what i mean and um and I, what I want to just crush, I want to crush this whole just idea that most models have or people have that, oh, there's only creepy photographers out there. There are models who creep on photographers. Mm -hmm. There are models who, who throw the, the panties at you or send you uh, news. You know? It's, 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 there's models who have boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and they, what they'll do is, yeah. like, I've been in situations where, like, as a photographer, like, shooting or as a creative director or just being on video sets where girls they find those spaces as places to just be comfortable and free and vent like yeah. some of those models come in and they just start talking about their relationship problems mm -hmm. you know what i mean and they look to you because that creative you're a handsome space, young man yeah, with a, a different yeah, energy that listens a creative mm -hmm. energy something that they're aspiring to do like they feel like they're working towards their it's dream and it just it, it just it yeah, just yeah, it way. just mm -hmm. it's freeing for them they, they they talk about their problems with their boyfriends they talk about their problems at home and sometimes mm -hmm. just listening being in that it helps you I feel like when you're connecting with each other, especially creatively, you have to kind of get to know each other, especially if it's it's it's, it's new. Yeah, you know what I mean. Let me let me sorry, let me stop you there because he's right. It's shooting on one on one is a very intimate thing by mm -hmm. itself. Right. Um. So 
Even it's very like staring in someone's yeah. eyes is in, mm-hmm. as intimate it's as in, touching. Yeah, it's in, it's intimate, yeah, and yeah. When you're making a woman feel beautiful. Um, you're you're shooting them, whatever the case may be. Conversations happen on set that probably shouldn't happen. I agree. You know, for anyone who listens to that, oh, well, that shouldn't happen. Um, it's the highest I, prestige of energy. Yeah, it, it's yeah. just natural human energy yeah. that the, that these conversations happen. Mm-hmm. No photographer walks in on set saying, I want to talk about my ex-girlfriend today. No model walks on set saying, I want to talk about my ex today and talk about how attractive, whatever. Just natural shit happens, right? But let's even put that past everything. Um, the biggest thing that I want to um, just really say is that um, I think... Um, for photographers to avoid situations, because I don't think there's any way that you can avoid an accusation, uh, someone accusing you of something. It's already based off of attraction and beauty. Yeah. That's what you're shooting it, for. That's what you're shooting right. for. It's already based off of that. If you're mm-hmm. ugly, obviously no one's going to want to shoot you, sorry to say, but mm-hmm. like, it, well, or, they might, or they might want they might, to. I don't know. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what the art that they want to capture. There's, <laughs> there's beauty in everything, but we know that at the end of the day, most photographers are shooting beautiful women because of the that attraction of, right. of that. And models need to stop, or people need to stop acting like, oh, I'm so offended because someone thinks I'm beautiful and wants to take my picture. How offensive is that? How mm-hmm. dare you? You're beautiful. Obviously, that's why people want to get to know you or want to talk to you. Accept it. You're mm-hmm. blessed with beauty and you're cursed with beauty Let's as well. Let's stop being taboo yeah. about it. Exactly. Let's mm-hmm. stop being taboo about how you look here. You have a fat ass. You're you're pulsing thirst traps all day. You're, you have cleavage. You're a beautiful woman. Um, let's stop acting like it's so thirsty like how dare you slide in my dms and say i'm beautiful or try to get my number try mm-hmm. to talk to me mm-hmm. when cl- why wouldn't i want to do that mm-hmm. like it, how it's, it's like saying it. yeah, yeah it's like it's like saying i see a beautiful lamborghini how dare i want to drive this beautiful car that goes 200 plus miles per hour like mm-hmm. how, you know it's like why would you why would any male or any person paired not want to be with someone so gorgeous as you why or why would someone not want to create with something so beautiful as you why mm-hmm. so let's stop obviously let's stop making like that's taboo because it's not um but beyond that um my biggest advice to photographers is don't shoot with anyone that you feel that you're attracted to because personally um oh, and uh, yeah i i i've not um if a if a model that I felt like, you know, okay, maybe I'm being a little bit inappropriate with, or maybe I feel like this could be inappropriate, or I feel like there's some type of thing there. I don't shoot them. There's not one model that I've shot that like I've had, I don't shoot models that I feel like, you know what, I'm attracted, if I'm attracted to you, I don't shoot you. That's just my rule. Like, and sometimes- a certain level of attraction. Yeah, Because you're you're starting to hit one point where you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm very interested in shooting you, but if you start feeling a whole different vibe- Yeah, exactly. If if it's like a whole different vibe, I simply do not shoot models that I'm like, okay, you know what, I actually have a thing for you. I think I feel like I would like you Mm -hmm. because then I'm not gonna be focused on the work. I'm gonna be really focused on just getting to know you. And I know my intentions are just going to be fucked up. So uh, call me weak if you want, whatever. Um, I call it just uh, being smart and avoiding, you know, if uh, I mean, I'm weak in the gym, I can't lift 100 pounds, I'm going to avoid lifting 100 pounds, you know, Mm -hmm. until I can build up that strength to do it. Maybe someday I'll lift up 100 pounds. It's about doing it correctly. Exactly. But yeah, just have decorum, like just move with, have decorum. I'll piggyback off his point. Have decorum, move with principle. Um, I was always taught in in a very more politically correct way, um, don't mix personal and business. Mm-hmm. Secondly, in, in a slang way, don't fuck your money. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, don't shit what you like, eat. Don't shit what you <laughs> eat because <clears throat> a lot of times it's going to come back to you in some form. Mm-hmm. In some form. Whether and it's not worth it. it. Yeah, it's a not, worth, it's not, it's not worth, worth the it. stress. It's not worth anything. It's not worth having to repair 
Paris something because of some some nonsense. You, you know literally I mean? burn the letter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, some, yeah. And sometimes like some models have probably gotten mad. I mean, I don't give them the reason why. I don't ever tell them like, oh, it's because I'm attracted to you, so I'm not gonna shoot you. Um, I just, you know, make personally I just make excuses. I'm just like, ah, too busy, I can't do it, or whatever, whatever, whatever. But deep watch, down watch Ronald's DMs now, like once right. that, that, that's 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 right. yeah, that's talking about right. me. No, <laughs> no, definitely post this because I feel like this uh -huh. is something that's unsaid. No one want no one ever talks about it, but I wanna I want to paint it as it's not such a bad thing. Stop feeling bad for your feelings. Like yeah. we're human at the end of the day. Take a camera out of my hand. If I met you in a bar and you happen to be a model and I'm just talking to you and we hit it off, what are you going to say? Oh my God, you're such a creep because um, I just found out your occupation as a photographer and I'm a model mm -hmm. and we like each other. That's so inappropriate and professional. Is it not the same thing? That'd be funny as well. yeah, I'm just saying, it's <laughs> literally the same thing. The only difference is that you didn't meet me um, with the camera in my hand or you didn't meet me in that professional setting mm -hmm. that occupation occupations are the same though yes. you know so it's like stop let's stop acting like you know people can't uh work with each other or be in a, a same environment and like each other you went to school i think school should still be considered a professional setting but you when you're around people for a long period of time you're going to end up liking them in some way you or form you get comfortable yeah. you know whether that's in school whether that's in college whether that's in a professional setting um now obviously there are hr rules to shit. maybe there should be hr rules for the world of independent photography or whatever i don't know mm -hmm. but um i think what i'm saying is that i'm not saying that it's right Again, I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm not saying this to say, hey, photographers, go out there and hit on a model and tell them how you really feel. That's mm -hmm. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that um, people just need to understand if it does happen, it's... It is not. It is not taboo. It's not impossible for it to happen. Understand mm -hmm. that why it's happened. Right. right. Understand that maybe the person really just is attracted to you. Really just have good energy, mm -hmm. and maybe you could just say, "Hey, look, that's not what I'm here for. Um, I'm not comfortable." And it's it, yeah, it's be right. transparent. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. communication in any exactly. relationship is is, is, is key. And for me, for me. I personally just avoid if I feel like I'm attracted to this person or I would I am gonna be I just don't really work with them I'm yeah. just like I'm not gonna shoot them so even if I do flirt with you even if I did flirt with you or even if you felt like I flirted with you or 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 whatever the case may be you can never say that hey he used his job to prey on me because I never worked with you yeah, so yeah. as far as I'm concerned I met you at a bar and I was like hey you look cute want a drink can I buy you a drink mm -hmm. you know but it's different if it's like hey you want to do a shoot we're shooting hey you want to go get drinks now that's mm. different you yeah. know what i'm trying yeah, to say yeah, yeah, yeah. that's totally different i've been on set yeah. where that happened where a lot of the time and that shit still happens oh, yeah, models 100%. still and yeah models still like hey we should hang out or come over blah 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 no, that no. shit still happens you know mm -hmm. but or vice versa photographers are like hey you want to get a drink but again i'm saying that's still wrong on both ends the model shouldn't do it the photographer shouldn't do it but all i'm saying is is that i think people should just avoid working with people you know what i mean if we're really all that offended just say it to the young cat to yeah. the young guy that's picking up the camera, to the young guy that's, um, to the young model, just be mindful of who you want to be at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Just be like who who you want. Well, what narrative you want, you know, told about you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stay focused. Stay focused on your goals. And if you don't know what your goals are, start setting real clear goals because at the end of the day, there's a lot of distraction here designed. Mm. to knock you off your dean no matter um if you look at it or not i'm a very spiritual person so i look at like certain things as signs like if you have a purpose and you're moving in your your purpose mm. there are things that are set against you to knock you off that that purpose it's very true you know what i mean so like stay focused you stay know what focused. i mean stay 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 if you're if you believe in god 
mm-hmm. keep your focus on, on your higher power, you know what I mean? And that's going to keep you away from all that because you're not going to be able to avoid it. Yeah. You know, ladies that are your models, you're beautiful. You might not be beautiful, but somebody's going to be attracted to you. Right. Just not, don't be. Read, read up on Marcus Hyde. I don't know if you guys have read up on the Marcus Hyde situation. What? Mm-mm. Okay. Everyone, everyone, this that's is a perfect. This is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Everybody should, if you're a photographer or a model, most models know about this because it was a big thing. Marcus Hyde is Kim Kardashian, was Kim Kardashian's personal day-to-day photographer. Mm. So all those nudes that she was doing and uh, he shot Ariana Grande, Charles Gambino. I mean, everybody in the industry, mm-hmm. he made amazing, insane insane work his work is so crazy like i mean it's out of this world i Mm. when i first got on instagram he was one of the first big photographers i followed i aspired to be like him but then he got exposed by this one model for um she said hey i want to do a shoot with you um and he responded okay cool we can do a shoot no problem it was a collaboration it was Mm. a collaboration he said but i only shoot naked women which everybody knows that that's his style so Mm. you look on his page it's every post is a naked woman so Mm. it's not like the model didn't know obviously now this is where in the debate of the situation some can say she was being petty or like why like some it's two sides to it but it's clear that he shoots naked models mm. he shoots celebrities so he's legit he he shoots for brands he shot kim kardashian naked multiple times it's he's a style they, yeah they opened a museum they had a big show where kanye west was there kim mm. kardashian a lot of industry people were were there for his like nude portraiture work which is really good yeah, yeah. um it's not slutty it's not pornographic it's just really artsy okay really good stuff so it's respected around the world though um Yet she said she I wanted to I want to work with you. She asked to work with him, and he said I only shoot naked women. She said I don't feel comfortable doing that. He said no. First he said, can you send me some pictures of you so I can see how your body looks? I just want to make sure his angle was. I want to make sure pretty much you know I I I know how to go about shooting you or what I mm. want to do creatively. That's oh, not, I do I do remember. That's that. not how it was exactly was worded, but it was that's yeah. kind of why he. That, he asked for nudes, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Simple put. Gotcha. He said, can you send me some naked photos? He said, no. She said, no. I'll send you some in my underwear or I don't feel comfortable. He said, fine then. Well, um, uh, I'm going to charge you then. Uh, it's $2,000 to do a shoot. Um, she said, why? Because I don't want to send you naked photos. And he said, no. Um, I charge $2,000. If you don't want to do nude, then this is how much it is. Which... To this point, I want to I want to I want to make clear a collaboration. The problem is that um, her understanding was that it was a collaboration. His thing is like it's not a collaboration. Basically, if, you're not if able it's to not do what you want, if if we can't come to a common agreement, it's no longer a collaboration. Mm-hmm. And people need to understand that. So. In this situation, yes, one can say, well, okay, it looks mad creepy that he's going to charge her now that she doesn't want to be naked, um, and that's messed up. It's fucked up. I agree to an extent. But at the same time, from his perspective, well, this is is my art. This is not benefiting me in any way, and I'm giving you a free photo shoot as a collaboration, but it's not benefiting me. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is no longer a collaboration, so now I'm going to charge you. Mm -hmm. If this is what you want to shoot, and it's not going to help me, I'm going to charge you. So I say this point to say... um, because Marcus Hyde got crucified on Instagram pretty much because Instagram deleted his account. Uh, Ariana Grande made a statement. Kim Kardashian made a statement. All these big people made statements um, against like him. Um, and a bunch of models came out in this Me Too movement saying how he sexually harassed them and assaulted. And who knows who's lying, who knows who's telling the truth. Because before this one now girl... Now it's a prophet. Now, yeah, before this one girl said anything, nobody said anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how it's like, okay, now all of a sudden. But that opened Pandora's box pretty much. But I say this point to say that when it comes to collaborations, um, photographers understand your time and your worth. Models understand your time and your worth. If 
that idea that you guys are both doing is not benefiting the photographer and it's not giving you what you want and or benefiting you as a model it's not a collaboration that shouldn't mm -hmm. happen because i'm not going to take time out of my day to shoot your idea that you want to do that's going to benefit just you and that's not going to benefit just me mm -hmm. or both of us and now you're getting something out of this uh free sh photo shoot session mm -hmm. that i probably have to pay for studio time yeah. i probably have to spend more time editing and you're just benefiting and not me it's not fair it's not a collaboration so at that point, I have the right as a photographer to now charge for my services because guess what? This is not helping me. This is what you want. So for what you want, this is how much it's going to cost you mm. because maybe you want to do just beauty makeup work and I'm not a beauty makeup photographer mm. and maybe I'm just a fashion photographer. Now, um, you know, I got to, I got to get beauty. I got to get a beauty dish. Now I got to, I got to get maybe rent a lens that, uh, uh, um, a that telephoto lens that exactly time, yeah. that you don't even understand if you want beauty work, I got to get a certain type of lens and equipment for that usage and to, and then you sit for hours too, yeah sit for hours just time. to edit and give it to you mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden you're benefiting from it and i can't even use this as my portfolio right. it's only fair so mm -hmm. i think people moving forward between models and photographers understand if it's collaboration a collaboration benefits both parties we both have to take away and agree mm -hmm. if there's one-sided it's not a collaboration anymore mm -hmm. so i think going into it people need to say hey this is what i want to do are you cool with this whether it's half naked naked nude beauty fashion whatever shooting products i don't care mm. how is this both helping us you know mm. if i'm a product photographer let me shoot your stuff for free i'll shoot all your products for free to build my portfolio you get free product shots yeah, yeah, and right. it's a collaboration not hey um you're a fashion photographer shoot my products but i don't want to pay you but i think we should work together and i think it's offensive that now you're charging me to shoot my products when you agreed to collaborate like, with yeah, me yeah. in the past yeah, yeah. you know mm -hmm. that's just fair that's just what i want to say on that and beyond mm -hmm. that um you know just again remember people are human like let's just stop act let's just stop playing this dumb game like playing dumb game like people aren't gonna be attracted to you and this goes in music business as well mm -hmm. you're in a studio with a producer or whatever like that you know like you know if something is offensive women should speak up about it right then and there i don't with summer walker in uh, uh london uh was it is it London or London. what happened yeah, to yeah. that? Well, they, they, that's how it be. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. So, and, and that's my point. So exactly. You know, you look at Jay-Z and Beyonce, Summer Walker, like one can say the same thing. Oh, they're supposed to be professional. You know, how dare you hit on me in the studio? It, it's just proven fact that human interaction, someone's going to be attracted to you in some way and yeah, vice like versa. Bobby and Whitney, exactly. Right. So how do you explain that shit? You how just have to, like you said, you yeah. have to be particular. You have to choose what you're really going to be gunning for. Is exactly. that going to be wifey or is everybody going to be a smash? Exactly. How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you explain Brad and Angelina? And if it, if this business is so professional and it's so, uh, it's so horrible and it's so like bad to hit on someone in a professional environment, how is it that tabloids all these big magazines worship these same career couple relationships jay and beyonce or you know um um and uh angelina and brad and mm -hmm. everyone's always so obsessed with them if it's so professional and so bad you know true. what i'm trying to say so mm -hmm. it's like obviously they they work together perception yeah, it, yeah. it's all we perception, about perception yeah it's too. it's literally all perception and that's why i'm saying let's stop this dumb perception thing like it mm -hmm. doesn't freaking happen you know why you because know? it's more in the leverage of the, again we we can go so deep where yeah. like oh mm -hmm. it works for their lawyer you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so that's where that yeah. perception comes that's literally yeah. that's literally all mm -hmm. it is and that's why i'm saying like to avoid that so this can't doesn't happen 
I feel like if you feel like you like someone, don't work with them. They can't, no one can ever use that as ammunition against you. Hey, he used his work or he's a creep photographer or he's a creep producer. Mm. He, he invited me to the studio and he like flirted with me or touched me or whatever, whatever. Cause guess what? You was never in my studio. So yeah. you can't say that I bring girls to my studio and this is what I do. Yeah. Five girls can't come out of nowhere and say, yeah, he did the same thing to me too. Cause guess what? None of you guys were ever in my studio because exactly. I liked mm-hmm. you. And because I liked you, I said, look, I like you so much that I respect you not to work with not you. To work with and you. I think that we should definitely go out for drinks. And I think if we probably have a relationship um, and we, you know, then yeah, you're going to, we, gonna, hit it we, off. we can mm-hmm. hit it off. Of course we can probably work at some point. You, you're probably going to get free studio time because you're my girl now, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also not saying you got to be my girl to get free studio time. I'm just saying that I like you and I'm not going to work with you now because I don't want to uh, offend you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's just that on that. That's just my perspective personally. Now I'm glad that you, you took the time to, to like mm-hmm. really speak on that today because it, it's it's one of those things we've had discussions on, but we've never gone too much into mm-hmm. depth with. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys definitely covered. Yeah. And it's cool to hear other photographer and videographers' perspective too, because we could talk to each other all day. Yeah. But if you know we don't hear what other people are going through and right. how they handle certain situations, yeah. you know we can learn from each other. So definitely. Um, I guess we could wrap up because we we're like over two hours now. Oh, yeah. Long time. <laughs> so uh, this was uh, yeah. I think we might uh, we usually just run straight through, but we might yeah. just cut yeah. this up. Uh, maybe even do a two parter or something like that. So um, you, a lot was said and a lot of yeah. great stuff. So yeah. So I don't want to cut anything out. Gotcha. That was very important. So um, apologize in advance for anybody watching on YouTube if one of our uh, clips is cut off because I ain't gonna re-record this. I'll just put like technical difficulties <laughs> yeah. or something. Well, you, guys, but, you guys got the guest. Yeah, which is yeah. the most important and so um yeah remember follow on youtube like subscribe hit that notification button follow these talented young men right here give, if you can give your at one more time yeah at re tv r-e-i-d tv maybe they might put in a little bubble in the video yeah right we'll now. put it oh yeah, yeah. we're gonna give we'll, you that, we're that. <laughs> yeah. like at re tv on instagram ronaldreadfilms.com you know i'm down to collaborate i'm down to work with other sorry i'm down to collaborate <laughs> at re tv on instagram i'm down to work you know um Let's let's do some stuff. Let's create. Um, I'm unless a real person. He's attracted to you. Yeah, unless I'm attracted <laughs> to you. And yeah, sorry. I like I can't, that. Yeah, I can't work with you. Sorry. Like tough shit. <laughs> and that is one more time. Um, <clears throat> my ad is gonna be Desmond Grant, which is D Z M N D G R N T. Desmondgrant.com by the same thing. Um, I do all types of art, man. So if yeah. you're looking for like you know short form content, photography, creative direction, mm-hmm. you're looking for. But mainly, if you're looking for features, if you want to do yeah. some music, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. If um you want, I don't know, you just want music, mm-hmm. like hit me up, man. Let's yeah. do some. Let's do some collabing. If you're from Jersey, let's do some collabing. Mm-hmm. If you're from New York, let's do some collabing. If yeah. From fucking Anywhere. Uzbekistan, <laughs> Uzbekistan. <laughs> like let's collab, man. You know what I mean? A shout out to my brothers here. Just want to shout out a couple people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know everybody. You know the rapper has to always shout out yeah, somebody. Of um, uh, a couple photographers that I think you know are, are great to the city. Good you mentions. Know. Yeah. Uh, Keon Vines, which is lazy lazy boy photography. I want to. Um, I want to mention producer Mustafa Williams, a great, a great, uh, great producer. Mm. Um, damn, who else? The uh, uh, Sixty Cole, which is uh, a brand, uh, African uh, diaspora brand that I'm a part of, which is um, me and my two partners, Dayor mm. and Adani. Shout out um, to Folklore. Yeah, and it's just a bunch of dope stuff happening in the city. You know, I was a mm-hmm. part of the Newark Art Festival, so uh, this year I hope that we can repeat that this year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, shout out to my city, shout out to Jersey, shout out Word. to my guys at yes, Benetton. Sir. 
Yeah. It was a wrap, <laughs> man. It was a pleasure. Yeah, uh, thank you guys again for making time for this. Yeah, it's we been a, ready, it's man. been an honor, and yeah, this is how we hit them. Maybe you guys want to do it. If you just repeat, let's hit them with the intro and the outro, and then point to the camera. We'd be honored if you do that. Yeah, what are we doing? Are we just say it. Just look into the camera. We're, we're gonna look into the camera and say we're gonna hit them with the intro and the outro, and go wabam at the end. All right. All right. Ready? Three, two. One. We're going to hit him with the intro and the outro, and then we'll bam. <laughs> <laughs> right, we got to do that again. So All right, ready? Take, One more take, time. Take two. We're going to hit him with the intro, intro and the outro. One. Can you hear it? We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5.